With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy little duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by Lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. Never heard of Jonas Knox. The story is Jonas Knox. This will be good. Like I said, Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. What's going on here? And now, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, here's Jonas Knox. You're really going through with this, huh, Chief? We have ourselves a little bit of an overcorrection situation in the NFL. We will get to that coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83. And wherever you are making us a part of your weekend, we appreciate you doing so on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, the iHeartRadio app. And we are going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. So the weekend starts now. It is a football Friday into a Saturday in some parts of the country. And we get things going with an overcorrection situation in the NFL. All right. Now, I am a firm believer that it's it's one thing to learn from past mistakes. That's one thing. Everybody learns from things that they go through, some stuff that goes wrong, some things that doesn't, don't, don't go your way, situations that pop up in life. And there's a couple of ways you can handle it. All right. You can either just ignore it and be an idiot and continue to make the same mistakes, or you can learn from those mistakes. But sometimes you can push it too far, meaning you can overcorrect yourself 
And then you present a new problem based on trying to overcome something that happened previously. All right. True story. I got a buddy who has gone through a really bad breakup, really bad relationship, did not go well, broke up, uh, broke his heart, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he's tried to make sure that that didn't happen again, so much so that he's now found himself in disastrous relationships ever since. Like, he has overcorrected himself, almost like uh, he merged into one lane, got a little bit nervous, and then jerked the wheel back into another, and then rolled the car. Like, completely has butchered everything else after that, because he overcorrected himself. And I'm not saying that this is happening to the Baltimore Ravens, but let me just at least present a case for why the Baltimore Ravens may have overcorrected things when it comes to the NFL and how their season has begun, right? So the Baltimore Ravens have, I, I think it's 15, 16 guys. I think they put another guy on IR, uh, a, a defensive back earlier uh, earlier on Friday night. So now they've got like 15 guys on the IR. They've got like nine that have gone on the IR in the last three weeks. It's a crazy number. And we know about the running back issues. Uh, we know about the multiple running back injuries that they've had. We know about the issues on the offensive line now. Ronnie Stanley's out. Uh, you saw the offensive line get brutalized on Monday night by a Raiders pass rush that has been non-existent for a couple of years so you see all of the injuries pile up Marcus Peters so they've got they've got cluster injuries at the running back position they've got cluster injuries on the offensive line and cluster injuries in the secondary it is not going well for the Baltimore Ravens this is as bad of a start to a season a season which might I add is all of a sudden 17 weeks instead of 16 and so the Baltimore Ravens find themselves for the first time in the Lamar Jackson era, underdogs at home for Sunday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs. And you're looking at the situation, and it's really easy to just say, well, you know, come on, they're just snake bit. It, it's, it's a snake bit season. I mean, this is normal. It happens from time to time. Some teams go through injuries. It was the Niners last year. It's been other teams before them. Maybe this is just the Baltimore Ravens snake bit season. But let me just present a case, all right? Let me present this case. The Baltimore Ravens went through a scarring loss a couple of years ago, right? The scarring loss was the playoff loss to the Tennessee Titans. Remember that one? That was when Baltimore had the number one seed in the AFC playoffs. It's when Lamar Jackson was in the middle of an MVP season. They were unbelievable. They were dominant. They were dominating teams, the Rams game on Monday night where you had uh, uh, Rams players pissed off, throwing stuff after the game. I mean, and that was on the road. Baltimore did that to a Rams team that was a good Rams team. And the Ravens were dealing, and they were fun to watch, and nobody could figure out Lamar Jackson in that offense. It's why he was the MVP. And so they played so well that the Baltimore Ravens ended up getting a bye week and home field throughout the rest of the playoffs. And so they rested their starters in week 17. Said, you know, I mean, come on, we're not going to take any chances here. Yeah, we know we got an extra week of rest in the postseason, but we're going to go ahead and rest our starters in week 17. And then we're going to get really ready and really healthy for the postseason. And then all of a sudden they rested their starters and the Tennessee Titans got hot and the Tennessee Titans walked into Baltimore and whooped that ass. And it wasn't close. 
There was an early turnover, and they never looked back. You remember Derrick Henry spinning people like tops? Remember Earl Thomas got spun like a top? Lamar Jackson turning the ball over? And that was exhibit B. A and B. This was exhibit B of, well, maybe Lamar Jackson just can't perform well in the postseason. And the one thing I took away from that game afterwards was John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson and people on that team who stepped up to a podium either that night or later on in the offseason and said, we'll never do that again. We are never going to have that much rest in between games again. We refuse to. It's not happening. We're never doing it again. And so they've decided that was a problem because what ended up happening was you were so good. You really didn't need week 17. So they rested week 17. Then they were off for the wild card. And then they were came back to try and compete in the divisional round and they weren't ready to go. So they looked at it. It was like, man, we've been off for three weeks. Three weeks we were off and the rust showed. And that was the problem. I think Baltimore may have overcorrected things, though. It's one thing to identify it as a problem and to say you're never going to do it again, and it's another thing to go overboard. And I just wonder if Baltimore went overboard. Because, man, they really wanted those preseason wins. They really wanted that, that winning streak in the preseason. They, they had to be, they had to say, no, we're playing, guys. We're playing, guys. And, yeah, Lamar Jackson didn't play, really. I mean, there were some, a couple other players that didn't play, but man, Baltimore looked like they were gunning for it in the preseason because they wanted to break that consecutive win streak in the preseason. And also, they wanted to make sure that they didn't have a rust issue or factor that played into the start of their year. That also was there. And why? Because they were still scarred from that loss a couple of years earlier. Because everything was set up for them. You had a red-hot young quarterback. You had a quarterback nobody could figure out. You had a really good defense. You had a coach with a Super Bowl pedigree. You had everything lined up. It was set up. You were set up home field throughout the course of the playoffs. Tom Brady and the Patriots, a shell of what they once were. And you dropped the ball, literally. And I think since then, the Baltimore Ravens have been trying to figure out how to correct that problem. And I think they might have overcorrected it. So when you look at the injuries and you look at all this stuff pile up, I just wonder if the Baltimore Ravens look back on what happened a couple of years ago and it still impacts their decisions. I wonder if it impacted their decision not wanting to have Russ to come into this season. And I wonder if that is what has led to the plethora of injuries. Because based on what we saw on Monday night, and I'm guilty of this as well too, Because I had the Baltimore Ravens going to the Super Bowl. I can assure you, I don't feel great about that pick. And I love Lamar Jackson, and I love John Harbaugh, and it's a great organization with great people up top and a good fan base. But ever since that game, I wonder if that has impacted their decision-making. I wonder if that's impacted their thinking. And I wonder if that's partly what has led to some of the injuries on that team and why so many guys are banged up this early in the year. And in a 17-game season, all of a sudden, that's not pretty. And in that division, all of a sudden, where you got Pittsburgh going into Buffalo, knocking off the Bills, where you got the Cleveland Browns who may have lost but looked damn good, and all of a sudden, Joe Burrow out of nowhere looked pretty good coming back from that devastating knee injury, 
The Baltimore Ravens are in a tough spot, and I just wonder if it's because they overcorrected and overreacted to what happened a couple of years ago, and now they're paying for it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, we are going to be here until 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. We're going to have the uh, usual suspects on this show. Uh, we're going to have Do You Care coming up later on this hour. We're going to have Guess That Garbage in Hour 2, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star in hour three the scraps knocks locks the week two edition all the usual shenanigans and grab ass here as we take you through the middle of the night here on sports talk radio here on fsr but coming up next somebody has got an idea right now it is somebody in the world of football i have not been the biggest fan of but they have an idea and i gotta be honest with you i think it's tremendous i'll tell you what that is next here on fsr Boom Tetris for Jonas. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app as well. Uh, coming up here in, we will call it a little over 10 minutes from now, on FSR. Uh, we are going to get to a uh, story in the world of sports. All right, This is a, a very important story in the world of sports because it's a learning lesson. Uh, that if it seems like something is a little fishy uh, and, uh, and you're getting really worked up about it, you're kind of wasting your time. I have a little bit of a theory on this, uh, this NFL uh, drama that is currently going on uh, with that we will get to here coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Um, 
they're showing uh, uh, so the return of a football life, the documentary. We are going to get to this uh, this fascinating uh, proposal by uh, one NFL player that I'm all for coming up here momentarily. Uh, but they're showing uh, highlights uh, and sort of previews uh, for the uh, football life documentaries on uh, on the NFL Network. And I got to tell you, man. I could wa- I think I've seen every single episode of that series. Every single one. That was that was my my tradition. Every single Sunday night, I would wait. I would DVR it. Uh, I, I'd go buy uh, a couple of IPAs, and I would watch those every single weekend. I, I, I think it's such a well-done series. And I don't think they were. it was around last year, uh, but they did uh, one uh, that I'm looking forward to watching on Nick Saban. Uh, my guy, Nick Saban. Big fan of the D's Nuts joke, apparently. Apparently, that's a, uh, that's a, that's a Saban's go-to. You know, everybody's got that go-to. Uh, some people like to uh, set up uh, Iowa Sam, Fox Sports Radio, legend uh, technical producer uh, he's a big fan of uh, like fake dog crap and ring buzzers and whoopee cushions and garbage like that uh, Nick Saban's a big fan of D's nuts, nuts jokes yeah that's that's his thing so we will, uh, you know, maybe we'll investigate that whole situation coming up at some point here uh, on FSR. By the way, we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. All right. I have not been the biggest fan of Russell Wilson over the past several months. All right. If you have, uh, if you've listened to, uh, uh, to any of uh, my shows, I've just not been a big fan of Russell Wilson's, uh, you know, the, the act I would call it, uh, feels a little bit disingenuous, uh, feels a little bit more me, me, me. Uh, you know, I'm not into the, uh, you know, Mr. Unlimited, uh, crap. I don't know if he's trying to be corny, but it just like a lot of it, it just comes off. It really rubs me the wrong way. All right. It really irritates me. Uh, he seems like he's gone from, uh, you know, humble, uh, just just out here trying to trying to win football games too. He's got a brand. He wants to showcase his brand, and it's it's all over the place. And it just, it's a little bit nauseating to be a hundred percent honest with you. Uh, but Russell Wilson has an idea, right now um, to set this up. I, I think we can all agree that the NFL's overtime rules are a little bit suspect. They don't. They don't really seem to make a lot of sense. If you think about it, you know, because the NFL tries to dress it up with, well, you know, it's not that uh, you know neither team gets possession. Just if you get a stop, if you stop the team, uh, you know, and and it's we're in overtime, and the the team that gets the football first get you you stop them, or they kick a field goal, the other team has a chance to tie it or win the game with a touchdown. Okay, but what if you don't stop them? Okay, case in point, what if you're in a Super Bowl and say you're the Atlanta Falcons and you can't stop anybody and your defense is melting down uh, on the biggest stage of the year and you give the Patriots the football to start overtime? How's that going to go? Or what if you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you can't stop Tom Brady and the Patriots on offense and they get the ball in the AFC championship game? And next thing you know, Patrick Mahomes is standing there on the sidelines having to watch his defense get gashed without getting a chance at, at trying to tie the game or win the game in overtime. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, and it doesn't really seem like it's fair. You know, both teams should have an opportunity here. It's because what, what you're basically saying is we're determining the outcome of a football game, a hard-fought 60-minute football game. We're determining the outcome on a coin flip. It doesn't really make sense. 
it, like, it, it, it just doesn't add up. I, I'm sorry. Like, th- there are certain times to rely on coin flips. Like, if you're watching Benny versus the Penny by the great Ben Maller throughout the course of the football season, that's one thing, right? That is, that is radio gold. That is audio gold. That is now video gold on YouTube. That's one thing. But if you're relying on a coin flip for other things in your life, why don't you just read a horoscope, you loser? What are you doing? I can't decide. Let's flip a coin. What? What the hell is that? Well, best two out of three. What? So you're, you're tripling the delusion? Like, it just, it, it's never made any sense to me. But in essence, that's pretty much what, what overtime has come down to. Well, what makes it worse is that we get ties. Right? We nearly had a tie this past weekend. If not for the NFL stepping in and butchering a call against Dalvin Cook, who knows? Maybe we would end up with a tie between the Bengals and the Vikings. Or who knows? Maybe we would end up with a tie on Monday Night Football between the Ravens and the Raiders at Baltimore not look completely gassed uh, and, and there was a blown coverage there. Like you, you never know. Maybe we end up with a tie there. Well, Russell Wilson was on, um, you know, this thing called the Manning cast. Now, I didn't watch it, okay, which is why I'm just now hearing about it and reading about it. But the Manning cast was Peyton and Eli Manning. I guess they did uh, some sort of alternate Monday night football telecast, which is like, I, I mean, I, I don't, it's, that's like, a, you know, an alternate chili dog. Like, dude, just are you going to have the chili dog or not? What are we doing here? I mean, come on, what, what is it, uh, you know, tofu with, with dog food on top of it? Like, what are we talking about here? All right, just eat the chili dog. Monday Night Football is a chili dog. I don't, need, I don't need it to be dumbed down. I don't need an alternate version. If I'm in the market for a chili dog, I'm just going to eat an effing chili dog, period. So I wasn't watching the Manning cast. I wasn't watching Peyton and Eli Manning uh, rattle off bad jokes they've been telling each other since the mid-'80s, uh, you know, because I was actually watching the actual broadcast and wanted to see the actual things that were happening there uh, during Monday Night Football. But apparently, Russell Wilson was a guest. And Russell Wilson uh, was talking about the overtime and the fact that you play 10 minutes and it can end in a tie. He proposed an idea. Russell Wilson's idea is this. After the 10-minute overtime, if nobody scores, you come back in for another coin toss. You do the coin toss... And the team who wins the coin toss, they can determine whether they want to kick a field goal from the 35, which would be either a 45 or a 52-yard field goal, depending on if they implement the seven yards back. But let's, let's just call it they would kick a long field goal. So you can attempt to kick a long field goal to try and win it, or you can defer and make the other team kick the field goal and if they, if they miss it, you win. But if they hit it, and because you deferred to them, they would win the game. All right? So you look at it and you go, well, it seems kind of goofy. And then you start to think about it. And the more I thought about it, I said, that's actually a hell of an idea. I got to be honest with you. That is a hell of an idea. Because if you don't like ties, and who the hell likes ties, what can you do to try and make everybody happy? Right? Like, what can you do? And here's exactly why I think the NFL would do it. And it's three different reasons why. All right. Number one, it's a sudden death feel. Sudden death changes everything. 
You don't think so? Ask baseball teams that are in the wild card game. Ask those fan bases what it's like to watch the wild card game. The Dodgers are going to win 200 games this year, and the Dodgers are probably going to be in a wild card one game playoff. You think Dodger fans listening right now on the blowtorch, AM 570 LA Sports, you think Dodger fans listening on the home of the Dodgers are going to be kicking back with, with, a, with a Modelo, just watching baseball carefree in that one game playoff? My ass. They're going to be a nervous wreck. They're going to be glued to their seat. They're going to be glued to the television or the radio. And, and they will not be able to, to focus on anything else in their life based on that one-game playoff. It's sudden death. So in the NFL, if you can implement sudden death, and it involves a long kick in which everything is all the pressure is on one player to try and deliver in that moment— that, to me, seems like a win-win. So that's, that's reason number one why I believe the NFL would go for Russell Wilson's idea of if the overtime ends in a tie, you come out for a coin toss, and whoever wins the coin toss gets to decide whether they want to attempt a long field goal or defer and make the other team the long, uh, kick the long field goal. And if they make it, they win. If they miss it, you win. So this is Russell Wilson's idea. All right, here's reason number two why I believe the NFL would seriously consider this. Safety. Safety for the players. One of the big things the NFL has gotten a lot of pushback on when it comes to this 17-game season is, well, what happened to our safety? What happened to looking out for the well-being of our players? I, I mean, all of a sudden, you want us to play an extra game? I mean, now we're, we got to play preseason again as well. I mean, it's all about safety. Why would you want to, why would you want to tax the body anymore? You see what they've done at the kickoffs? The NFL is all about safety, or at least the perception of safety. They want to make sure that they're, they're caring for their players and they're showing their players they care about them because of all the concussions and the lawsuits and the CTE stuff. So the NFL wants to look at safety. Well, if you're sending teams out to determine a winner and all you're doing is kicking a field goal, doesn't that kind of address the issue right there? You're not even making them kick off. All you're doing is attempting a kick. And that one play on an untimed down does two things, creates sudden death and also doesn't put anybody in harm's way. So that's reason number two why I believe the NFL would consider Russell Wilson's overtime idea to eliminate ties. And here's reason number three, and this might be the most important. Because the NFL doesn't care about kickers, okay? They don't care. I'm sorry. Uh, they don't care about kickers. Uh, and this isn't me trying to pick on kickers because I believe they're legitimate athletes. Uh, all those guys are, are more of an athlete than, than you or I combined on our best days in our prime. Uh, but the NFL has already identified the kicker being the position they care least about. How do I know that? Because in a game in which they've tried to do everything to help everybody out, all right. Whether it's, you know, we're looking to protect players here or we're looking to do this here. They all that they've done is made the kicker's job more difficult. Like the NFL decided, you know, automatic point after tries. Yeah, that's just too easy. Let's go ahead and move it back to a 33 yard kick. And let's watch all of a sudden kickers, veteran kickers melt down. Adam Vinatieri almost retired because he was having an issue with extra points. This is a guy who's kicked game winners in the Super Bowl. And the 33-yard extra point had him spinning. He didn't know what to do. He was considering retirement before he eventually retired. And this guy's a Hall of Fame kicker. The NFL's told you, we don't care about kickers. 
We don't care that we're making your job difficult. We, we, we don't care. Sorry. Oh, you kick move. Yeah, we don't know what to tell you. Like we've, we're trying to create a game, a play in, in the NFL game that was a walk away, go get something to drink because it was automatic, and we're trying to create a more entertaining version of the NFL and the extra point. And if it comes at your expense, it's not our problem. Tough balls. Make the kick or don't make the kick. So when you take all that into account, I actually believe this has got a legitimate shot of happening. I really do. Now, could they tweak it to try and add their own spin on it? Of course. Could they make it a 55-yard field goal instead of a 45 or 52? Of course. Could they do a 50-yard field goal? Of course. But if you think about it like this, sudden death, safety purposes, and the fact that they don't care about kickers— The NFL's got to be looking at Russell Wilson's idea going, you know what, man? We don't like ties either. Those are weird. And if gambling's involved and people are betting money lines, we got to have a winner and a loser here. So I actually believe, even though as critical as I've been of Russell Wilson and all the offseason and the antics and the bitching and moaning, I think this is a tremendous idea. I'm all for it. Congratulations to Russell Wilson. Not the biggest fan lately, but a huge fan of this proposal. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, you can uh, listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up next, uh, we are going to get into uh, this conversation about, uh, I, I don't know if there's delusion in the NFL from from certain people that watch it, but it is happening. That's going to be happening for you next year on FSR, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, pay your damn respects to Kevin Figgins. Thank you, Jonas. Appreciate it. Had plenty of baseball games of note happening on Friday. The Giants getting a sack fly from pitcher Kevin Gaussman in the 11th inning. They notch a 6-5 victory over the Braves. With the Reds defeating the Dodgers earlier, the Giants have a two-game lead in the National League West. The Reds now one game back of the Cardinals for the final wild card in the NL. That is after the Redbirds dominated San Diego 8-2. Padres a game and a half out of the final playoff spot. And a 4-3 Phillies victory over the Mets places them just two games back of the Braves in the National League East. In the AL, the A's defeated the Angels 5-4. Mariners defeated Kansas City 6-2. Toronto got home run number 46 from Vlad Guerrero Jr., but lost to Minnesota. Yankees hammered Cleveland while the Red Sox curbed on Baltimore. As it currently stands in the American League, Boston a half-game lead over the Yankees for the top wild card. New York leads Toronto by a half-game for the final wild card. Oakland 2.5 back, while the Mariners are 3.5 back. In college football, Maryland defeated Illinois 20-17, while Louisville defeated UCF in a shootout 42 42- to 35. Injury news out of the NFL. Raiders will be without running back Josh Jacobs against the Steelers this Sunday. And the Packers place Pro Bowl linebacker Zadarius Smith on short-term injured reserve. He will have to miss at least a minimum of three weeks. Back to Jonas Knox. Now, Kevin Figures, uh, did you happen to, yeah, did you feel the earthquake? Because that was all the rave on social media. There was an earthquake, a, tr- uh, a hashtag earthquake uh, yeah. trending on social media. Do you happen to hear, uh, feel it in Southern I California? I did not feel it, to be yeah. honest with you. I did not. Yeah, but I, I, I spoke to mo- multiple people that did. So, yeah, it's um, it, it's like I, I'm trying to. It's like seeing a UFO almost. Like <laughs> like if you didn't see it, uh, you just embellish how bad it actually was. Seems like it, right? You know, and it's like I mean, Chris Perfett is terrified. Our our, and, and we'll welcome in him now. Uh, technical producer Chris Perfett. Uh, he was telling me. Those wonderful toys. 
He was saying he nearly didn't come in uh, to work today <laughs> that, uh, you know, based on uh, just the, the moving and shaking, uh, he was already looking up, uh, you know, rental properties uh, in, uh, in the Detroit area to go back home. Uh, you know, his podcast is booming, uh, the Pride of Detroit podcast. And Perfect, you were telling me you want to get the hell out of Southern California because of this. Is that what you were saying? It, it, one, the big one's going to eventually come, so I'd like to be out here before that. But Jonas, I let, let me be clear. Let me be very, very clear about something here. You are taking my words out of context. <laughs> you are you are painting Never. me in a very, very different light. Because yes, I was saying I didn't really feel like coming in. Yes, I was saying the room was shaking. Yes, I was doing all that, but not because of some piddly earthquake. I was saying that because I'm hungover. Oh, okay. Well, so that, fair enough. Hey, at least we're being honest here. All right, so we're going to get more details on the hangover, but let's meet uh, our uh, executive producer of the program, Ricky Herrera, uh, who's Uncle joining Ricky. us here on FSR. Uncle Ricky, uh, uh, Ricky what's that time story? Uh, Ricky, did you uh, feel the quake? <laughs> Hell no. Oh, yeah. See, a lot of people that I've talked to have said, I didn't feel a damn thing. And then you got other people that are swearing to God uh, that it was like, uh, you know, the explosion on Die Hard, that uh, that everything was shaken and it was just this awful spot to be in. Um, all right. So before uh, before we get into the earthquake stuff, can we get details of the hangover from Chris Perfett? Let's uh, let's hear this stuff. Let's get juicy details on this hangover. I I don't know what to tell you. I was drinking yesterday. And what were you drinking? I, I need to know what causes the hangover. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's do about three parts sake for finishing off most of the bottle. That's Japanese rice wine. I enjoy drinking it. Jonas doesn't know even know what that is. But I, I've had He's, sake before. I okay. just it's it's so fancy that like I, I don't it's, know. It's it's not fancy. It, it'll okay. put you, it'll put you in the gutter real fast. You won't have much of a hangover. But then you add into that several whiskey sours. Oh Jesus! Yeah, and then it's then it's off to the then it's off to the races, Jonas, now, and the you, crash into the wall. Do you, do you even bother? Um, you know, at the end of all, having a beer to wash everything down, or are you just so far past? You know, with the with the hard booze uh, that you're just like, what the f? You know, this isn't. A, <sighs> you know what? I'm just gonna I, go ahead and kick back. I don't have any beer in my fridge right now, so that was not an option. Okay. So no, it's it's mostly the hard liquor, and then I've got some wine and some sake. That's well. You know, it, we appreciate you fighting through uh, an earthquake and a hangover yeah. uh, to, to make it here. What a trooper. Yeah, I, I deserve yeah, a medal for this. I, I agree. A round of applause to yourself, Chris Perfett. We got a live studio audience. Uh, they are all uh, uh, they are all uh, hiding under a desk because they are worried about the uh, the earthquake again and stuff falling from the ceilings. Uh, but Chris Perfett uh, just making it happen here in the middle of the night. Here, here's my problem with, with earthquakes. Kev, you remember the Northridge, Northridge quake in, vividly. Uh, in 94, right? Very yes. vividly. Okay, that was the real deal. Yes. All right. And for people that are listening across the country, I know everybody's got their own. Uh, some people deal with hurricanes. Some people deal uh, you know, with, with all sorts of stuff. Um, tornadoes, things Tsunamis, like that. all that. Yeah, yeah. All, all that. I think earthquakes in this regard are the worst because you have no idea when they're coming. Right. There is no warning. There's no siren. There's no weather report. There's no, no map for it. All of a sudden it's just an earthquake. And I can remember in 94 waking up and, and I was a kid and I remember waking up and it seemed like it lasted forever. Mm -hmm. We had a, a baby bull mastiff in a cage. He crapped all over the cage, uh, just, just shaking everywhere, crapped all over. And then the aftershocks afterwards were gnarly they it was i mean would not stop it seemed like for days there were aftershocks afterwards and i remember my parents saying i was telling chris this during the break have i remember uh the, the reports came out they said oh it's a 6.7 that was a 6.7 northridge quake and i remember my mom and dad almost in unison going 
Yeah, my ass. That wasn't six seven. Listen, <laughs> yeah. we've been in Southern California long enough. That was much gr- greater than a six seven. And yeah. I forget what the final report was, but it was much higher than that. But that quake was crazy. And I can remember it, uh, same as you, Kev, vivid yeah. to, all the way to this day. By far the most intense that we've had uh, in our lifetime, uh, for sure. And it caused massive damage, obviously, especially yes. in the in the San Fernando Valley area. But I will say, I guess unlike hurricanes and other things, it happens big ones like that very less frequently um so from at least from that standpoint you can take some solace at the to your point you have your only your levels of issues depending on where you live in the country i for one and especially knowing how they retrofit all these different buildings and try to find ways to make make them stand up i i would rather have this than deal with hurricanes and tsunamis and tornadoes personally even though even though you see those coming you know they're going to come through and cause some damage as as someone who had to stay inside a radio station on my job during a tornado being very close i think i'd rather deal with the earthquake i I won't lie oh man i listen to you i'm I'm a a weather nerd i i want to chase tornadoes oh you and mike trout huh all right oh listen i it's it's true you guys would be a great duo chasing chasing uh tornadoes you can sell that to the weather channel i'm telling you i have the weather channel on right now i i'm i'm obsessed with the weather uh and the fact that there's a guy named jonas in the movie twister is even is even greater (laughs) like like all of that like i i love weather and i want to go chase tornadoes but man Son of a bitch. I'm telling you, like, that is that is true. Uh, all of that is true. Uh, but I just, uh, the idea that uh, just a tornado being nearby, I would just be mesmerized by it. I, just the, the whole, but man, earthquakes, look, man, you, you get a real one, like it is, uh, it, it'll it'll shake you. And depending oh, yeah. on where you are, um, you know, like if you've ever been outside and seen what it does to houses, when like I, I was outside and watched a house look like it was one of those bounce houses at a quinceanera and it was mm-hmm. like a, it was like a five point something, not even like a really big one. And it was shaking, swaying side to side. So it is. Uh, and, and on the subject of the big one, I've heard a couple of theories. People say, well, you know, the big one's coming. It's like, OK, well, all right, there's a drop. Um, go ahead. Take it. <laughs> Take that around with it. That, yeah, that'll be here for the next 10 years. Uh, but I've also heard that the little quakes take some of the pressure off the potential of a big one. They do. Uh, Almost like if you, you know, if you, if you just have a couple of small burps, you know, the big one you're trying to get out isn't as big because you've released some of the pressure. So I've heard a couple of different. Yeah, they say on. it's <laughs> it's better. You, you rap bastard. It's better to have a few four pointers, five pointers, you know, over spread themselves out over the course of a few years than have nothing or have very. There's minor ones every single solitary day that we just don't feel. Yeah. But to have, you know, none of a major scale for about 15, 20 years, because then that's when you have a, a real big one loaded up for you. So it's yeah. actually better that we have one like we had on Friday night, and thankfully there was no damage done. F8 again. Uh, yeah, I was going to wow. say, uh, but for those of you just tuning in, uh, Kevin's talking about earthquakes. Yes. Uh, and that, and that uh, latest. Uh, this is not know, a pro that. wrestler or a porn star quite no, yet. It's not. No, that, yeah, we do that uh, a couple hours from now when the bosses aren't listening. Uh, that's <laughs> that's why that segment is uh, is put in that place. But no, yeah, we hope uh, everybody is okay out there. Yeah. Uh, all right, it is uh, uh, Joe Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Give me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so coming up next, um, we are going to get to another edition of Do You Care? This is an opportunity to be negative, and who the hell doesn't like being negative for no reason whatsoever on sports radio? It's yours next here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 
Coming up, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, the NFL really loves it some drama. And the, uh, here's, here's the best part of it. They have involved you in the drama. All right, so you are heavily involved in the drama, and I've got the proof of it coming up here in a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show every single week, and it's called this. <laughs> There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Ricky Herrera, to find out what the hell people have been bloviating about all weekend long, all week long. Ricky, what's happening? All right. The NFL TV ratings for week one were released this week, and the numbers reflect a 7% increase in viewership opposed to last season during the pandemic. Jonas, do you care about the increase? No, I don't. I, I don't care at all. And, and full a- disclosure, full disclosure, because, uh, you know, I'm one of the few people who acknowledges uh, just when I'm being uh, just a horse's ass uh, intentionally. Uh, the only time I care about bad ratings uh, it, like, and these ratings are good, but the only time I care about ratings or talking about ratings is if I know it's going to piss off NBA fanboys. Like if I know NBA fanboys <laughs> yes. are listening and I can piss them off, I absolutely am, am going to talk about ratings. But it, this, I've never been one of these people who gives a crap about the ratings. Um, I watch what I want to watch. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. If you want to watch something and I don't want to watch it, g- good for you. Uh, but it's it's never it's never been the determining factor for me. And I also don't. Don't know in today's age if we have a true way to measure how many people are watching games because of streaming and everything else that goes along with it i haven't seen true numbers lately uh, based on that so no i'm sorry i don't care about this next the nfl players association determined josh gordon has successfully completed his nfl monitor treatment program and has recommended to the league that he be reinstated jonas do you care if josh gordon gets another shot no, I don't it's care. The, I've never I have never seen so much love for a player who had one good year and it was 2012. <laughs> like, look, think of it like it was like, it was a 2012, 2014, might have been 2014. Who cares? Whatever it is, it was almost a decade ago. And we still look at Josh Gordon as this guy. Oh, my God. You know, like he's this mythical figure. I, I don't understand it. It happens seemingly every six months. Something goes on with Josh Gordon. I agree. Were some of the rules back then on marijuana a little bit too strict upon further review? Absolutely. Did he get screwed out of some money? Of course. But this idea that a guy who had one good year is all of a sudden the same player i've never i've never heard of it before i don't know why we continue to do this it doesn't make any sense next jonas one of college football's traditions returns this week and that is penn state's whiteout game college football enthusiasts have deemed it a top atmosphere in terms of sporting experiences Jonas, do you care about Penn State's whiteout tradition? Oh, I do. Because, and, oh, yeah, and here's why. Uh, so I've been, uh, you know, filling in on Outkick the Coverage with LeVar Arrington, a Penn State legend, sticks as they call him, because he wore the number 11 and made it famous at Penn State. And I have heard stories about how great that atmosphere is for games like that. So when you get a night game like that and you get an, a- an SEC team coming to town and Penn State looking pretty good early on after a big win at Wisconsin, I, I can't wait to watch I think it's going to be phenomenal television. Next. Jonas, earlier this week, the four-part documentary 
documentary series, Once Upon a Time in Queens, premiered, which races through the Mets' history and underdog status. Jonas, do you care about the Mets and their history? Okay, you've got admitted drug addicts, steroid use rampant in the the locker room in the clubhouse and guys who would have sex with women during games who's not into that like who doesn't want to know more about that i love it i mean like that that was that entire team that that entire team like if you've ever spent any time around lenny dykstra not on mic or not on air it's as real as it gets, okay? Like, the stories are absolutely real. I've got some that I cannot repeat on the air uh, for, for the sake of everybody involved. But, yes, I can't wait to check this out. Next. Jonas, season 30 of Dancing with the Stars will premiere Monday, September 20th and features an amazing set of contestants and judges. Do you care to find out who will be participating this season? Okay, before I give you my answer, I have a question. Um, is, this, is this show on Fox? Is Dancing with the Stars on Fox or is it ABC? ABC. We're sure it's ABC. We we are positive here it's ABC? Yeah. All right. Okay. That show sucks. (laughs) I don't care. I'm leaving good. I've never been into it. I don't understand why I want to watch somebody who's not a professional dancer dance. I I, I don't get it. It doesn't. It's like it's like watching, uh, you know, Guitar Hero or Rock Band. Like we're watching people that don't do the actual thing, try and do the actual thing. And yet we're supposed to sit back and be enamored by their performances. I've never watched one. I refuse to watch one. I don't know how people sit through it. I, I'm not interested in watching people dance. I, if I want to watch somebody dance, I watch professionals. It's like telling somebody, hey, there's a great cooking show on. Oh, nice. Who is it? Guy Fieri? Now my neighbor down the street who just got a toaster. Well, what do I care? What do I want to watch that guy? He's an expert? Like, I, I, I don't understand. It's like watching a Rottweiler play piano. I'm sorry. Like, Give me Beethoven's corpse. I'd rather watch that instead. Give me a legitimate professional here. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Fire. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and we're you get your podcasts we got ourselves some drama in the nfl and you are involved i'll explain how that is coming up here in just a couple of moments from now jonas knox fox sports radio you can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and wherever you are making us a part of your weekend. We appreciate you doing so on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And we are going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on FSR. Uh, it is a, uh, f- a heavy football weekend. We've got all sorts of stuff, college football, NFL. Uh, so that'll be coming up here uh, shortly uh, on Fox Sports Radio. I do want to address this though uh, just right off at the top uh, for those of you that may have missed the first hour um 
again, it kind of goes all over the place. I don't really like to work on scripts. I'm not really a big fan of scripts because if I feel like I'm reading, I look at it almost like it's over the phone sales. And as somebody who did that for a long time, over the phone sales, and somebody who was awful at it, uh, which is why I decided, uh, you know, to uh, to get into radio, uh, I can tell you uh, when I know when I'm reading off of script and it's it, it sounds awkward to me and it probably sounds awkward to you so i try not to do scripts i i don't really like to script things out and so sometimes when you do that uh the show can kind of go in some weird directions right we, we can take some weird terms there could be some weird references uh and, and things like that and um i also know this that if you talk to a comedian or you talk to a band, or you talk to a professional wrestler, they will all tell you that there are certain places in which the audiences are different than everywhere else. Like, if you are a professional wrestler, you know if you go to Chicago, it's a different vibe than some other places. And it's not so much because of the size of the city, it's because they love the product, and they are energetic about the product. And so, I know this from uh, doing pretty much every single time slot that's ever existed here at Fox Sports Radio in some way, shape, or form. And I'm not exaggerating. Uh, I, have, I have been involved in every single time slot at this. I've been here over a decade. In some capacity, every single time slot, every single day of the week here on Fox Sports Radio. And I can assure you this. The audience that listens to this time slot is not like any other audience. They're just not. Uh, now, some people would say that's a good thing. Uh, some people would be terrified by that. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's wonderful. And I think it's really entertaining. Uh, uh, case in point, uh, I've got a guy uh, accusing me of grabbing my crotch while staring at Russell Wilson on Twitter. So there's that. Uh, now, if you're trying to understand the reference, uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast at foxsportsradio.com after the show is over. We will have that up. And I've also got another guy uh, who is upset with me because I said uh, Beethoven's corpse wouldn't currently be playing a piano. It would be his skeleton. And he's upset that I didn't know biology. And for that, I apologize. But again, uh, that is just an indicator that this time slot and the people that listen in this time slot are unlike any other on this network. And I know that because I've been a part of all of them. Okay, so I can assure you that is a factual statement here on FSR. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. So uh, the NFL, um, they have involved you in their drama, right? It's happening. And I've started to suspect that this was happening a couple of years ago. I started to get the feeling that there was something that wasn't quite right a couple of years ago. But I, I, I didn't have any solid evidence. And we may have ourselves some solid evidence. All right. So there are some people that are upset about what happened on Thursday night football. And they're upset because they feel like the Giants might have gotten jobbed because, um, you know, Lawrence jumping offside on that field goal try that was missed by Washington. Uh, but then they uh, they called the penalty and they got an opportunity to kick it again. And then he made the kick. And because of that, the Giants are 0-2, the dreaded 0-2, uh, even though there's a 17th game now. So you got time to make up that 0-2 deficit. It. But point being, there's a lot of people upset by it because they feel like the Giants got a little bit screwed. Now, if you watch the play in real time, it is bang, bang, literally. And I can understand why 
people would be upset that he got called for an offsides and people would be upset that the Giants lost that game and they, they got an opportunity to re-kick it. I would totally understand it. But I could also see how officials looked at it and said, there's not enough there to overturn things afterwards. And now you're getting conflicting reports to where you got some people on the field that are saying uh, they did admit that they got it wrong. And then you've got the NFL saying afterwards, that, no, 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 we got it right. So you got this back and forth that's going on. Here's the reality. The NFL loves this. They love it. They love it. Like, I mean, we're talking about a, a game involving two teams that don't look very good. Uh, the Giants aren't a good football team. Uh, the Washington football team is, doesn't appear to be a good football team based on the way their defense is played, although I thought Taylor Heineke was phenomenal. Uh, I, thought, I thought he played really well. Uh, people can try and knock him and say, well, you know, but what about this? And it's like, dude, he started what? Like two games, three games. One was a playoff game he played well in. And, and on Thursday night, he was dealing at times, made a couple of great throws in that game. So I liked what I saw. I actually liked the Washington football team better with him as, at quarterback than Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he brings another dynamic, another element. And for me, I would feel more optimistic as a Washington football team fan with Taylor Heineke at quarterback than Fitz. That's just me personally. But you've got, you know, some people out there that are, you know, uh, like really upset about it. Like Mike Florio actually took time out of his busy uh, vaccine, COVID, political agenda rants on pro football talk to actually just talk about a bad call in a football game. So, I mean, round of applause. We'd like to welcome Mike Florio to actual football again. Uh, it was nice having him back uh, after, uh, you know, just uh, sort of uh, leaving the, uh, the COVID stuff alone for about 20 minutes to talk about a, a bad call and you've got all these people that are really pounding the table for this call the nfl loves all of this they love all of it it's a win-win we've seen multiple times early in the season already to where the nfl has made a call on the field they've gone to replay a review and then they've still stayed with the call on the field even though what was shown in the review showed something different than what was called on the field. You can look at that one of two ways. You can look at it, and, and both of these ways are right. You can say, well, I mean, uh, th th that's unfair. The NFL's, you know, butchering these calls, and they're just trying to protect their own, and they don't want the officials to look bad like they're making bad calls. Agreed. That's, tr that's true. That's correct. And there was somebody that tried to tell you that years ago on Fox Sports Radio, and that somebody was me. And nobody wanted to listen to me, probably because they don't know who the hell I am. But also, you thought I was crazy conspiracy theory guy. I told you this stuff was going to happen. If you listen to this show, I told you years ago. And I'm, this, I'm not one of these uh, sports talk radio hosts who likes to ball wash himself and say, oh, I got this right, and I told you this was going to... No, I get, I get majority of things wrong, okay? Like, this is a guessing game, and I'm bad at it. I get majority of things wrong. If you've heard my NFL picks over the past couple of years, you've lost money if you've bet on my picks, okay? I can assure you that. But this one, I nailed. I told you what was going on. When they had the NFC Championship game mishap, when the New Orleans Saints got screwed because they didn't call a P.I. against the Rams, and then the Saints ended up having to go to overtime, and Drew Brees throws the interception that was deflected or whatever it was, and then the Rams kicked that 59-yard field goal to win it, the Saints were pissed off about it. And what did the NFL do? They said, okay, fine, fine, we screwed up. I'll tell you what, we'll make pass interference reviewable. And I told you what was going to happen. 
I told you. Watch. They're going to sabotage this thing. I'm telling you, they're going to sabotage this thing. They're going to implement it for a year. They're going to slowly start to wean out uh, the, the use of it. And they're going to slowly start to make it uh, 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 not worth reviewing for coaches because they're not going to change calls on the field. And what happened? As the year went on, what do you know? Coaches started to stop challenging pass interference less and less because they realized they're not going to change the call. And what happened? After that season, they said, yeah, this is a waste of time. We'll go back to the old way. They sabotaged it on purpose. Officials have egos. They don't want to look dumb. They don't want to look bad at their job. And if all of a sudden somebody who doesn't do the job tells them you're not doing a very good job of it and you need help, they take offense to that. They sabotaged it. Of course, of course, they're not going to change calls on the field this year. I told you that was going to happen years ago. I told you. You think it's any coincidence Mike Pereira and Dean Blandino bailed when they did? You think it's any coincidence Al Riveron walked out on the job and they've got a committee now reviewing plays as the head of NFL officials? You think it's any coincidence in one offseason, four of 18 refs walked out of the league, either retired or took a TV job? Come on, open your eyes. So of course... The NFL is sabotaging these calls. Of course, they're seeing clear evidence that they got the call wrong. They're not going to change it. And they're also not going to change it because we talk about it. We're having these discussions. The NFL is probably sitting back going, even if we did butcher that call, it's the Giants. I mean, you know, it's a field goal and it's week two. Eh, We'll get a little mileage out of this. Nimrods on Weekend Overnight Radio will talk about it. Uh, they'll yell for some weird reason in the middle of the night uh, about, about our missed calls. Uh, people are going to be outraged by it. We'll even get Mike Florio to stop talking about the vaccine issues uh, to, to actually discuss and tweet and, and write articles about it. Like this, this has been going on for a long time. If you're just now clued into the fact that the NFL is using this as sort of an entertainment to build up some drama, come on, man. Open your eyes. This is what we got. The NFL finds little shades of gray. They find loopholes and things, and they exploit those so they have an out. Officials do it all the time. You're going to see multiple times in the NFL over the course of the weekend a bad call on the field. You're going to see a bad call on the field. You might even see them go to review, and you're going to see them stick with that bad call on the field. And I can assure you, if you think it's because the NFL officials have egos and they don't want to look dumb, you are right. Absolutely right. And if you think the NFL is doing this partly because they don't mind some of the conversation and controversy surrounding it, you're also right. This is happening. It's the league. It's, it's been going on for a long time, and people are just now getting clued into it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. And again, we're going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern time, uh, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up next, we have more evidence more evidence that there is a coach in the world of football that might be the most misunderstood in all the land. We'll get into that next here. It's Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. We don't need to bring Jonas in. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up in, we will call it uh, 10 minutes from now, we are going to have another edition of Guess That Garbage. If you want to be a part of it, it is the hottest NFL trivia show anywhere on sports radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. If you think you know your NFL, uh, if you want to be a star on national radio, this is your opportunity. Uh, and it's not difficult. These are all NFL storylines that have been taking place over the past several days. So you don't have to go to the way back time machine to try and guess this stuff. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage. Coming up here 10 minutes from now. Operators are standing by. You are all garbage. Yeah. So we will. uh, And listen, you guys did uh, surprisingly well last week. So uh, who knows? Maybe we'll have to uh, to ratchet things up a little bit and make things a little more difficult here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, for endless hot water, choose Navian. Get all the hot water you need for as long as you need it right now. Save hundreds on new Navian tankless hot water heater with local rebates. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com, tanklessmadesimple.com. Uh, Chris Perfett, you are a, uh, you're a coffee aficionado, correct? That's right, yep. I just okay. have actually right here my own cold brew that i just made this week so yeah okay you know what i did for the first time and i don't know why i decided this was going to be the first time that i would uh, that i would do this um but for some reason i actually ground the beans at a store i was at the, i was at, at the store? store yeah well yeah because they had this like this like coffee grounds place like uh okay you, like you're familiar with sprouts there's like sprouts it's like a farmer's market almost yeah yeah i've heard it, i've heard of the thing i haven't been to one of those yet though but yeah, yeah i know what it, it is it's basically whole foods but not expensive so it's whole foods for people in radio is basically what it is and um so 
at this place, they have actual coffee beans and you can grind the coffee beans down and then you get your own freshly uh, ground uh, 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 coffee. I had never done it before. That's actually pretty good. Now, I'm actually blessed. One of my friends for birthday got me one of those uh, electric coffee bean grinders. So I buy whole beans and I'm just able to grind at home now. Yeah. But it's it, it makes a difference when you can, especially since it's like different sizes, the grinds, or how coarse it is, changes the flavor, all that. What about the coffee? No, the coffee's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, you uh, kind of walked into something there, so I just wanted to make sure. We were uh, okay. On the well, same page. okay. Yeah, we'll go back and Listen, save that. It's one of those uh, nights again. Yep. Yeah. I just I just want to make sure we're on the, <laughs> we're on the same page there. Uh, yeah. I just want to make sure. Uh, all right. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. So again, uh, you know, Chris Perfett just uh, you know walking into things, but no, I just I had never done that before. I don't know why I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I, I kept buying ground coffee, and I thought, you know what? There's beans here. They have a machine. Why don't I try and use it? Uh, so uh, so yeah, here away we go with some. Uh, freshly ground coffee. Uh, all right. Um, so we will have, again, again, uh, guess that garbage coming up here uh, 10 minutes from now. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Uh, NFL trivia for you coming up here uh, 10 minutes from now. Uh, all right. So um, earlier this week, uh, Jordan Battle who's a safety for Alabama. And Alabama's got a big game this week. Uh, they are uh, taking on Florida. Florida is uh, 11th in the country. Uh, Alabama looks to be a nightmare for uh, for anybody in college football. Uh, but Florida at home is still a two-touchdown underdog. That is how good Alabama is. Florida at home is still a 14-plus point underdog uh, to the Alabama Crimson Tide. And um, Jordan Battle... Um, talked about uh, Coach Nick Saban, and um, he had this to say about playing for Nick Saban. Do you have a favorite saying that Saban has, one of his little coaching, you know, quips he has? He has so many, but there are a few I like, and um, he always talking about touch Ds or suck on Ds or all that. I mean, it's just, you know, and you can hear the person yelp in the background. And I don't know if that's the uh, the SID or the PR person for Alabama, but uh, just play that again and listen to the yelp in the background when somebody realizes what he's saying. But there are a few I like, and um, he always talking about touch Ds or suck on Ds or all that. <laughs> These nuts! It's like they realize, no, you don't want to say that. Some things are better uh, better left for the locker room. Uh, here's Here's what I would say, a couple of things. Number one. Nick Saban, I can assure you, had a, had a conversation with the team afterward and said, hey, uh, the, the ball busting inside, an, inside a locker room stays here. Right, like People on the outside don't get it. They don't, they don't understand sort of the teasing and the ball busting and the jokes and the back and forth. Like that, That's locker room. They call it locker room humor for, for a reason. And when that stuff is done outside the locker room, it just comes off as weird. It is. Like the behavior in a locker room is different than the behavior in a lot of other places. David Anderson, former NFL wide receiver, uh, who was a friend of the program, used to come on back in the day. Um, I remember him telling a story. Uh, there was an offensive lineman for the Houston Texans that was such a slob. This guy would eat his lunch on the toilet. Like he'd be in the stall eating his lunch. That's foul. Like that, that it's, it's just, it's foul. But that's the locker room. It's it's weird. And then you talk to enough former players. And I played high school football. And 
at the high school level, I can I can tell you some of the jokes and the pranks are not appropriate outside the locker room. And anybody that's played high school football, and it's especially football, for whatever reason, right or wrong, it's just the truth. Anybody who's played even high school football, you know what I'm talking about. Some of the jokes and the teasing and the razzing and the, you know, the, 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 the pranks that you would play on each other, that's not applicable anywhere else. It's a different world. And so Nick Saban probably heard those comments and said, dude, those are jokes for us. People on the outside don't get it. It, it, it comes off as weird. That's, it comes off as creepy. So when, when I'm doing that with you guys, keep it between us. So, so that's happening there. Here's the other thing that this tells me. And I've always felt this. There's been this misnomer about Nick Saban that he's a curmudgeon, that he, you know, he's got a bad personality, uh, that uh, you know nobody wants to play for him, and he's never happy, and he's always upset, and he's always slamming the podium, and he's always, you know, trying to get worked up about, you know, uh, oh, we didn't look that good against Mercer or Wofford, uh, we got to play better here, and it's like, okay, or Charleston Southern, and, and and there's been this big misnomer about Nick Saban for years. And I just go always go back to this. If he was so bad, why does he land the best recruits every single year? If he was such a horrible human being and so miserable to be around, why is he landing recruits? Why is he getting some of the best players in college football from places like Florida and California to leave home to go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama? If he was such a miserable person to be around, why is that happening? Like it, it's why when you see him, and, and it's the rare time when Alabama's not in the national championship game and Nick Saban's doing TV work, he's fantastic. He's phenomenal on TV. It's like, well, yeah, because you've, you've had this wrong all along. So when you see a player come out and say, yeah, Nick Saban does D's nuts jokes, and he does them all the time. It sort of goes in the face of this whole, wow, you know, he's a miserable guy and he's not happy and he's never satisfied with the win. And he's there. It's like, like, how can you not see this? Like, what you think he is, is not the same guy. I've heard the same thing about Belichick. I talked to somebody who played for Belichick and he would tell me some of the jokes and one liners that Belichick would drop. And they're hilarious. But the, the guy that he gives you in front of a podium or behind a podium and the miserable, we're just, we're on to, we're on to Cincinnati. We're just this, giving the straight answers, the canned answers. That's not the actual guy, but he knows that there's a difference inside the locker room to his players. He's one thing outside to the media and to the rest of us. He's another and that's how this thing plays out. So when I see that stuff, it, 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 all that does is tell me that a lot of people have been dead wrong about Nick Saban. A lot of people have had this wrong for a long time. That tells me that guy getting the best recruits to come to Tuscaloosa, in the middle of the country, come to Tuscaloosa to play football, that are leaving warm weather and, and nice places and, and, and full ride scholarships and better locations, 
for an opportunity to play for him, that tells me everything I need to know about the guy. And then the fact that he's having these kind of jokes, as childish or whatever you may think of him are, that tells me even more. Let's go live to our I Have a Thought on Nick Saban and D's Nuts insider Chris Perfett for the latest. Chris? Well, first off, F8 on that again. We're just a bumper crop here tonight. But if I recall, Jonas, this isn't even new on Saban, D's Nuts. We uh, Didn't Josh Jacobs, he went on a radio yes. show when he was going to the NFL and yes. said Saban liked to tell yes. these jokes. Yes. It it has been this ongoing joke. For whatever reason, Nick Saban thinks they're funny. I tell you, like some people, it's, it's tremendous old guy energy just trying to be is, funny, and it's great. So, some people get a kick out of out of certain humor. I told you, Iowa Sam loves fake dog crap, whoopee cushions, and and you know ring buzzers. Like some people are into weird comedy; they love that stuff. They're Gallagher; they like to smash watermelons. Uh, they like to like some people are into that. Nick Saban loves D's nuts jokes. For whatever reason, that's his thing. You know, I'm not here to judge. Guy can do whatever the hell he wants. He's got seven national titles. Best team in college football by a mile. 14-point favorites on the road at a really tough place to play in the SEC with an 11th-ranked team. That tells you how good that team is. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number. 877-996-6369. That is an important number, and here's why. We are going to have basic NFL trivia, all right? It is NFL trivia and a little something we do called Guess That Garbage. If you want to be a star on national radio, if you think you know the NFL, if you know your stuff, if you've got the balls, this is your opportunity. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage is next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Kevin Figures. All right. Well, since we're talking about Josh Jacobs and kicks in the nuts, uh, kicking the nuts to the Raiders, <laughs> uh, he will not be available for their game against the Steelers this Sunday as he deals with knee and toe injuries. Thank you. I'm here all weekend. Also, the Saints place linebacker Quan Alexander and defensive end Marcus Davenport on short-term IR. They'll also be with Without starting center Eric McCoy, also without seven assistant coaches due to COVID protocols. We'll go to Major League Baseball now. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit his Major League leading 46th home run of the season on Friday, but Toronto did lose to Minnesota. Jays are a half game out of the final wild card behind the Yankees, who dominated Cleveland 8 0. Boston over Baltimore, maintaining a half game lead over the Yanks for the top wild card spot. Seattle and Oakland, each with victories, they are two and a half and three and a half games out of the playoffs, respectively. In the National League, St. Louis defeated the Padres. Reds beating the Dodgers. Cardinals lead Cincinnati by a game for the final wild card. Padres a game and a half out. Zach Wheeler and the Phillies beat the Mets to come within two and a half games of the wild card. They're just two games back of the Braves in the National League East after the Giants beat Atlanta in extras. And a couple of games in college football Friday. Maryland beating Illinois in its Big Ten opener 20-17. Louisville with a 42-35 victory over UCF. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in uh, 15 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, something you didn't realize you needed is apparently going to make a return in the NFL. Um, I, I was pretty much wrapped up with it. I was finished with it, but apparently it is back. Uh, and, and what it means is absolute doom for one team in the NFL this season. We will get to that here coming up 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, 877-99 on Fox, the phone number, 877 6369. That's an important number because it's time for a little something we do called this. Oh my God. What the hell is
has that smell. These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. He stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. And away we go. Guess That Garbage here, Fox Sports Radio. I have got a list of NFL trivia questions, and I'm going to go around the country to see who the hell out there knows their NFL or thinks they know their NFL and has the guts to prove it on national radio. And we will get things started in Nashville, where Blind Seabass is listening here on FSR. Blind, what's happening? No, not much, John. It's just sipping and dipping. Nice. Uh, now, what, what kind of uh, what, what what are we sipping on, and what kind of chew you got in? Uh, Copenhagen smooth is what I'm dipping, and it's uh, rye apple moonshine. Nice. Look at you. I mean, that is uh, that is some heavy artillery there. My God, uh, how are you not? And I got one up more on thing yourself? to say, Jonas. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and say it, blind? I, where the hell you been, by the way? Hiding. But it's yeah. roll damn tide. That's that the point spread ain't big enough. All right, good for you. And, and by the way, were you the guy that poisoned the tree at Auburn or is that guy dead? Uh, I think that guy's dead. It wasn't yeah. me. <laughs> All right, well I just wanna I wanna be clear on that. One of the one of the great calls. He calls into the Paul Feinbaum show and admits to poisoning a tree. <laughs> What an idiot. By the way, how's that for your legacy? <laughs> I poisoned a tree. Oh, man. Uh, all right, so uh, so let's get into this then. Um, so now, did you happen to take a look at or a gander at uh, Thursday Night Football? Do you know what happened? Did you see any of the box score or pay attention at all to what was going on between the Giants and the Washington football team? A little bit. Okay. Easy question. Who was the game's leading rusher? Uh, Daniel Jones. Wow. You pulled that out of your ass. Unbelievable. I did. That, uh, oh, my God. That is the, the luckiest guess I've ever heard. And that's why they call it Guess That Garbage. And you know what? Have another moonshine while you're at it. Uh, that is unbelievable. Uh, he literally just completely guessed, uh, just threw out Daniel Jones. Yes, Daniel Jones, the leading rusher on Thursday Night Football. So dipping and sipping uh, and nails it. Uh, the first uh, the first answer here on Guess That Garbage. Good for you. All right, so next we go over to uh, Sir Scratchoff in Arkansas listening here on Fox Sports Radio. This guy's a radio caller legend, uh, FSR caller legend. Sir Scratchoff, what's going on, man? Man, where the hell you been, Jonas? I mean, you're the Friday night show, my friend. Well, listen, and now I'm picking you up on OutKick. You're doing a hell of a job. Well, no, I appreciate you. I've been slumming it on the weekdays. You know, it's good to be back home in prime time uh, here on uh, the weekend overnight. So, uh, you know, I, I had to, uh, I had to come back home. You know, I missed it. I missed it too much. But uh, what's going well, on I with start you? Out, I start out. I start out the odd cup when I end up with two hours of that before the ticket out of Jonesboro kicks over. And dude, people's loving your show, bro. And and uh, I'm proud for you. I really am. Well, Only no, thing I you got it. going against you in the state of Arkansas, you got one thing going against you, Jonas. What's you that? Got a filthy mouth. Well, listen, you know, uh, you know, it happens from time to time. Uh, yeah. And, and by the way, I, I've been to Arkansas. There, there's plenty of people with filthy mouths in Arkansas. Let, let's oh, be honest I know here. That. Yeah. Let's be we honest. We don't wear shoes here, Jonas. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, now here's here's the. Uh, does, I, I got to know what what are you doing right now? You betting on anything you buy any scratch offs are you still in that market or what's going on yeah i mean it, it, it's real slow right now jones uh i've had my wife for 30 years years she nurses and stuff and she's asked me if i pull back uh, uh the winners are it, it's awful you know uh i went and got my shot and set the shot the other day and the lady said we want to give you something for getting a shot i said i don't want no scratch off card i paid up that crap out of my pocket i don't want that for free 
So the lady <laughs> four, you. one, two, three, four, five behind me, she won fifty thousand dollars last Saturday with oh, set-up wow. cards from taking wow. shots. Look at you. Is that, is that crap? I mean, yeah, especially all the hard work and effort you've put into winning scratchers. Uh, that is a, just a terrible bit of luck. Well, you know what? I mean, who knows? Maybe your luck will turn around with this question here if you're ready to go. Hey, Seabass at the National, I'm coming two weeks for a wedding. I'll buy you a big old steak up in there. All right, there it is. How about that? The <laughs> offer on the table for blind Seabass. All right, so here's my question for you, Sir Scratch Off. Are you ready to go? Uh, so, go. obviously, uh, Thursday night football, uh, Taylor Heineke uh, played well. The Washington football team gets a win. My question. Yep for you is multiple choice and i want you to listen to all the options before you take your guess all right so here's the question which conference usa school did taylor heineke play his college ball at now here are your options is it western kentucky southern miss middle tennessee old dominion or olden polonies oh my god dude by the way teddy mckitt played a red rose in jumbo eight years ago um go ahead uh let's see let me see um I'm going to miss this. Is it, is it Old Dominion? I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. That is correct. That is correct. Sir Scratch-Off, you've done it. You've turned your luck around. You guys are unbelievable. Literally two answers you guys pulled out of your you-know-what uh, on the air uh, and, and gave them out. And that is a shocking, shocking luck uh, here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this is – you guys are on a hell of a run. So that is a correct answer again. My God. Literally uh, just like uh, just guessing the entire way through. All right. So uh, next up, we're going to go to North Carolina where Paul's listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Paul, what's happening? Hey, what's up, Jonas? How you, how you doing, Jonas? I'm good, man. What are you doing? What are you drinking? What are we sipping on? Hey, man, get a little uh, Captain Morgan. But hey, man, I want to give props to you, dude. Between our the coverage and RJ Bell show and Saturdays with Bucky and Sunday with uh, Brady, dude, you're a grinder, and whatever you achieve, hats off to you, man. You deserve it. You're a you're a you're a grinder, and we all appreciate you so much. Well, listen, man, I, I appreciate the kind words, man. Uh, that that means a lot. I, I I never look at this as grinding. I I think we're lucky to get to do this. I'm more appreciative that you guys uh, actually take the time to listen. To be honest with you, like that that to me means everything. But no, that that's very kind of you to say, and I appreciate it, man. And uh, no, I'm happy to be on this ride with you guys. Uh, look, I, I love doing the overnights because I feel like we're all in this together. We're all working, and we're all hanging out you know we could be a lot of other places but here we are so let's have some fun now that being said all all the pleasantries aside uh you got a lot of pressure on you because you guys are 2-0 and now on this week's edition of guess that garbage and so i've got another one for you but this one's a true or false if you're ready to go paul let's do it so there's the Urban Meyer rumor out there that Urban Meyer might go back to college. He might coach at USC. He wants out of Jacksonville. Uh, here's my question for you. True or false? Going back to his days in college, Urban Meyer has only one losing season on his resume as a head coach. Is that true or false? I'm going to go that's true. That is incorrect. Not that is time. false. Uh, that is false because Urban Meyer has no losing seasons on his record. Listen, that's kind of a cheap one. I'll be honest with you. That's kind of uh, you know holding the tights and wrestling or uh, pulling out brass knuckles. That uh, kind of a cheap win there. Uh, but you know, uh, desperate times call for desperate measures. I had to get a little bit crafty because you guys have been too good at this game. Uh, but Paul, you're awesome, man. Call back anytime. Uh, you've been listening for a long time, and uh, you know, have a drink, uh, and uh, you know, who knows? Uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll sip one together one day. Uh, all right, we go over to a uh, Ben who is in San Diego listening on Fox Sports Radio. Ben, what's happening? Hey, what's up, Jonas? Uh, just hanging out, man. What are you doing? Uh, I'm 
just got back from the movies. I, I saw Candyman. Oh, nice. How was that? Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Uh, the, the ending was weird, uh, but overall, it was pretty good. I liked it. Nice. Well, there it is. Uh, who needs Coop Scoop on entertainment on the Ben Maller Show? And we got this from uh, Ben in San Diego. I appreciate it. Uh, all right, so here's my uh, question for you. Moo. Two teams failed to score a touchdown in week one in the NFL. Name them. Jesus, man. Um... Okay, I have no idea. I'm just going to take a complete wild guess. Do you want a hint? Do you want a hint? Yes. All right. Yes. One of them's in the NFC North. One of them is in the NFC South. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Uh... Do it! Okay, 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 uh, <laughs> okay, Falcons and uh, Lions. Oh, my God, you almost had it. Uh, It is the Falcons, but it was the Green Bay Packers uh, who were the other one. But you almost had it. Uh, And by the way, I like how the Shia LaBeouf sound effect rattled him, Chris. Did you notice that? Like, that that really... Uh, you you, you are a terrible you are a terrible person, Chris. Perfect. I'm impatient. Uh, I'm impatient. Is, Let's go. I can tell. I can tell. Uh, all right, uh, last one here on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to Jake, who's in Dallas, listening here on FSR. Jake, what's happening? Do it. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. <laughs> uh, so, Jake, uh, we are up against it. We got to get right to the question. Uh, if you're ready get to go, to we'll get it started. All right. So, here's the question for you. This is a quick one. Who is the only division in the NFL without a win after week one? The only division in the NFL in which everybody has lost a game and there are NFL no North. winners. That is correct. Look at you. Look at you. That is correct. I'm a, I'm a Packer fan, man. I'm a Packer fan. I know. Well, I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been. A, it's I'm, I'm been a, in Dallas, but I'm a Packer fan. Well, so, hey. listen. Hey, we we appreciate you listening. Uh, the Packers. Uh, hopefully, they turn things around soon. Uh, but uh, that is a uh, that is it for this week's edition of Guess That Garbage. A three and two performance here on FSR. Job well done by all involved. Even though you guessed uh, the first two contestants. All right. So coming up next, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, there's a team in the NFL that's completely doomed. I've got evidence of it. I'll tell you who they are here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming up top of next hour, 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, There's been a story floating around the NFL the past several days. I think it's complete and total garbage. Not buying it for a second. I think it's BS, and it doesn't make any sense if you actually take a step back and think about it. We will get to that here uh, 10 minutes from now on FSR. So at halftime of uh, Thursday night's game between uh, the Giants and the Washington football team, the uh, NFL announced that there will be an in-season hard knocks. Uh, that hard knocks is going to be in season uh, with the Indianapolis Colts, and they're going to uh, air episodes every Wednesday. And it's uh, coming in November, I think, is when uh, they decided to come up with this. And um, uh, look, hard knocks sucks now. All right, can we just say it? And, and I am a huge fan of HBO and their production. And look, the production's phenomenal. Uh, you know, Lee Schreiber, who does the, uh, the 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 voiceover work, he's fantastic. But I mean, how many of you were really actually watching this season's edition of Hard Knocks with with the Cowboys? And that's their third time. I, it, I it's just lost the luster. And I think a couple of things are happening. 
the access that we have now, it's no longer a rare thing to see this much coverage on an NFL team. We get so much access now because if it's not people that are covering the teams locally, it's the coverage that it gets nationally. And if we really want an inside look at the locker room or we want an inside look at uh, you know the players' lives, we'll just go to their Instagrams. I mean, there's no there's no secrets anymore. Like, we're not really getting a peek behind the curtain anymore. We've seen it enough to where we know, you know, we, we know what's going on. We hear, we hear the coverage, especially the Cowboys. They're one of the most talked about teams in the NFL, if not the most talked about team in the NFL, right or wrong, good or bad. And so I, just, I don't feel like there's this exclusivity to where you feel like you're getting a, a peek behind the curtains. Oh, my God, I've never seen this before. So, like, the Indianapolis Colts deciding they want to do this in season. I mean, look, we, we, we talked about it on the show. I mean, no team that's been on hard knocks has ever won a Super Bowl. Only one team's ever gone to a conference finals. I already thought the Colts were up against it at, at the beginning of the season anyways. And, and with all the injuries and, uh, you know, some of the other stuff and, and, and Carson Wentz and whether or not. And, like, nothing proved me wrong in week one and Seattle looks really good, but it just feels like Indianapolis is in a kind of a unique spot to where they may win that division. Cause it's not a very good division, but I don't think they're a good team. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. I think they actually downgraded at quarterback and I think they got problems elsewhere on the roster. So like I, if I'm, if I'm, I can't imagine Frank Reich was in on this. This feels like this is a Jim Mercy decision. He wants this because he feels like it's be, it'd be good for his brand. I can't imagine Frank Reich likes this, especially in the middle of the season. Coaches don't like doing it before the season. Why the hell would they like doing it mid season? And the other thing that's happening, the NFL is trying to compete. If you haven't seen last chance you on Netflix, the football series. Now they're doing the basketball. They've done one series of the basketball. They're doing a second season. If you haven't seen Last Chance You on Netflix, it might be my favorite show on Netflix. It's phenomenal. And that is real behind the scenes stuff. Like there's no editing or sugarcoating. No, 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 no. You see all the bad stuff. You see all the good stuff. Like that is a real football documentary. So the fact that we get hard knocks in season again, to me, it just means the Indianapolis Colts are screwed. So have fun with that, Colts fans. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We got ourselves a uh, little bit of a rumor that was making the rounds in the world of sports over the past several days. I didn't buy it for one second. I think it's all crap. We will get into all that and make fun of the people who believed it. Coming up here in just a couple of moments from now, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. You can listen to us on Sirius XM Channel 83 as well. Wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday morning. Welcome to the weekend. It is a football-heavy weekend, and we're going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so uh, so lots of fun stuff happening uh, in and around the NFL. We are going to have a Knox Locks at the end of the show. 2 and one performance last week. Thank you very much. I've taken a new strategy in Knox Locks when I hand out some winners. I'm going to do less games, and I'm not going to do any work trying to handicap them not doing it it doesn't work it's a waste of my time uh, i'm just gonna go strictly on gut feeling and gut feeling got me two and one in week one so i'll take it man if i can do that the rest of the year we're gonna be sitting pretty so uh, that'll be coming up later on in the show the um the rumor that was out there this week that is just it, it's first of all, it exposes so many people that cover sports. It, I mean, it really does. Uh, it just it covers so many people that uh, that that cover sports that were upset about uh, certain things from the past. So let's just call this what it is. A lot of people don't like Urban Meyer. Let's just say what it is. You don't like Urban Meyer. There's a lot of people. In fact, I think fewer people like Urban Meyer then don't like Urban Meyer, if that makes any sense. Let me try that again. The hell did I just say? I think more people dislike Urban Meyer than actually like him. I think that sounds better. We'll go ahead and we'll uh, you know clean that up, uh, make sure it doesn't sound as bad. But I think more people uh, uh, dislike Urban Meyer than like him. And there are a lot of people that are rooting for Urban Meyer to fail. Now, the reasons behind their rooting for Urban Meyer to fail, I I think, are a couple of things. Number one, uh, he can come off as maybe a little bit smug, maybe a little bit arrogant to some people um, and and come off with with an ego. And and that's fair. But that's a lot of coaches. In fact, I would say majority of coaches in the NFL or college football have an ego. I mean, to, to even have the job, you've got to have a little bit of an ego. You want to actually run a team. You want to tell people what to do, and you want to tell people that your way is the right way, and if they do opposite of your way, that's the wrong way, and they're making a mistake. Yeah, there's ego there. I mean, come on. Even the nicest guys with the great reputations, they have got ego, or else you're not in the business. You don't take the job as a head coach. And so Urban Meyer does have an ego. 
And there's also some people that look at his past and they look at situations that happened at Florida, whether it was some of the players that were on that team, most notably Aaron Hernandez. What did Urban Meyer know? What did he not know? Uh, You know, all the stuff that the trouble outside of it, all the players that were arrested, things like that. Then you get to Ohio State, uh, the situation with the assistant coach and and the, um, you know, the domestic violence. So did he did he know? Did he cover it up? What was happening there? Uh, You know, all of that stuff that came along with it. And then he gets to the NFL and he hires a strength coach who's got a checkered past, uh, accusations of racism at, at, at Iowa, and Urban Meyer hires him. And so there's there's some people out there that, and, you know, and then on top of that, he brings in Tim Tebow. People didn't like that. All of this, though, is the root of the coverage of Urban Meyer so far in his NFL career. People want to see him fail. It's a preseason game. And all that we're talking about is how Urban Meyer looks on the sidelines during a preseason game. We literally aren't having the same conversation about anybody else in the NFL this preseason, except for Urban Meyer. Why? Because a lot of us are hoping it doesn't work. A lot of us want to see it fail. Whether you want to call yourself a hater or not, it's the truth. Urban Meyer has worked everywhere he's gone. His style whether you like it or not, has worked. He's been a success everywhere he's gone. Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, Ohio State. It's worked everywhere. National championships at multiple stops. Oh, and on top of it, when he does decide to do media, he joins Big Noon Kickoff, and he was phenomenal. He's fantastic. Anybody that watched him said, my God, he's good. The way he breaks it down, the way he talks about football, the way he looks at football, he's phenomenal. So everything that he has touched over the past 15, 20 years in the world of football has worked. And people hate it because they don't like his approach. They don't like his tone, his demeanor. They don't like his checkered path, some of his recruiting, blah, 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 blah. Oh, he's a quitter. He's this. It's okay. There's been a lot of coaches that have walked away for a lot of things other than health issues. They don't get near the heat that Urban Meyer gets. Bobby Petrino bailed on the Falcons and left a post-it note saying he was leaving. And you never hear that talked about. That's never brought up. Urban Meyer leaves because he's got a legitimate health concern and he gets crucified. Oh, he's a quitter. He'll quit on his team. He'll bail on you when you need him. Like all of this leads to and 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 goes to you don't like Urban Meyer. So you probably want to see him fail. And then he's got the audacity to bring in Tim Tebow. Uh, he's, got, he's got the balls, Urban Meyer, Mr. You've never been in the NFL before to think you can bring in Tim Tebow back from the proverbial career NFL dead uh, to play tight end in the league. Like, I mean, like that was doomed from the beginning because you didn't want it to work. So all of this is there's an underlying dislike for Urban Meyer. There just is. I don't know Urban Meyer. I've never met the guy once. Have no idea. I, I, he could be a good guy. He could not be a good guy. I have no idea. This is just strictly somebody who's standing on the outside watching the coverage and watching what's happening. So you, there's a lot of dislike for Urban Meyer. So when the rumors start up after Clay Helton gets canned at USC, because, you know, 
it took two games to decide that Clay Helton was not the guy for the job at USC anymore. Like, just think about how dumb that is. You know who else did this back in the day? The Cincinnati Bengals. Two weeks into a season a couple of years ago, the Bengals fired their offensive coordinator. And what was so funny about it is they did it after a Thursday game. So what the Bengals were telling you is a week and a half of football was the determining factor as to whether or not this guy was going to be the right guy for the job. If you were going to fire him and he was on that thin of ice, why didn't you just do it in the offseason? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Like, Clay Helton gets fired at USC two games into the season. Dude, if the ice was that thin, why didn't you just fire him before the season? Like, so now you're going to go with an interim coach the rest of the year and try and do a coaching search in the middle of the year? What? It doesn't make any sense. It's like being in a relationship and she tells you, listen, things aren't going smoothly. I'm telling you this right now. And, 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 I'm, and I mean this. If you close the door and I think it's too loud, we're breaking up. Okay, I'll make you a deal. How about this? How about um, I'll close the door right now after I get my stuff and then we don't need to even go down that road at all. Because if I'm on that thin of ice that closing a door loud is going to get you to dump me, I'd rather just go now. Like, what are we doing here? That's basically what happened. That's what happened with Clay Helton. That's what happened with the Bengals offensive coordinator. So it doesn't make any sense. But immediately, what do we do? Urban Meyer, of course. Oh, you know, I bet he wishes he would have taken the USC job. I bet Urban Meyer wishes he would have taken the Trojans job there now that he's in Jacksonville and it's such a disaster. First of all, we're one game into Jacksonville's and Urban Meyer's era. One game in. Literally one game in. Okay? Secondly, if Clay Helton was on that thin of ice, don't you think USC already kicked the tires on Urban Meyer? Like, don't you think USC probably already looked around to see who they could potentially bring in? I know Brady Quinn said uh, this week on Fox Sports Radio, from his understanding, Urban Meyer could have had the job if he wanted it. He could have had the USC job if he wanted it. He also could have had the Texas job if he wanted it. He chose Jacksonville. It's not like those jobs weren't available and then he chose Jacksonville and now all of a sudden he's got buyer's remorse because of the movie made. He could have had those gigs. He chose Jacksonville. He wants to be there. He wanted to be there. So that whole idea that Urban Meyer missed the boat and, oh, my God, like people taking that approach aren't actually thinking logically. They're thinking from a hater standpoint because the baseline to all this is you don't like Urban Meyer. So you're looking for any reason to criticize the guy. You're looking for any reason to bury him. Look, he may flop as an NFL head coach, but I'm not closing the coffin after one game. Like, what are we doing here? One game with a rookie quarterback and Urban Meyer, all of a sudden it's a disaster in Jacksonville. Like, do you know part of the reason why Urban Meyer chose Jacksonville? It wasn't just because they had the number one pick. It wasn't just because he's familiar with the area from coaching in Florida and coaching at Florida all those years. It wasn't because they gave him a a great contract and all this power. It's because of the leash. The one thing about Jacksonville, and you cannot dispute this because we have actual evidence of it. If you're a head coach in Jacksonville, they're going to give you time to figure it out. We know that. 
Gus Bradley was a disaster at Jacksonville. And what did they do? They gave him chance after chance after chance after chance to try and figure it out. Losing season after losing season, high draft pick after high draft pick. They gave him every opportunity in the world to try and figure it out. And then finally they said, hey, we've exhausted all our efforts. It didn't work out. You're a good coach, good coordinator, uh, good dude, great reputation, but we need to go in a different direction. But at least he got an opportunity. He didn't get Steve Wilkes in Arizona where he got one year and he was a one and done and that's it. He at least got an opportunity. Doug Marone. There's a lot of people who were surprised Doug Marone was brought back for that final season. I wasn't. Want to know why? Because that's what they did with Gus Bradley. They stand by their coaches. They're going to give you the ability and the opportunity to figure this thing out. You don't think they're going to do the same thing with Urban Meyer, who they're heavily invested in right now? You don't think they're going to do the same thing? Now, whether or not Urban Meyer decides he wants to walk away or he can't stand the losing and he wants to get out of it, I mean, that's a whole conversation, a whole different conversation. But I can assure you, it's not happening one game in and not for a job that he could have had before the one he took. It doesn't make sense. So when you see the people out there with the hot takes and, the, oh, I bet Urban wishes he would have done this, understand what's actually happening. It's people that don't like Urban Meyer, and it's also people that aren't using logic when looking at the situation. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S., take credit cards learn more at discover.com slash yes 2021 nielsen report limitations apply all right so coming up next uh we had some haymakers absolute haymakers being thrown at somebody in the world of college football we will get to those next here it's jonas knox right here fox sports radio i'm done with balls period fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't hear this right now. Uh, but uh, Chris, you are uh, playing, what is this, Metallica Memory Remains? That's is that right. what the song is? Yep. Um, they did a song on Howard Stern earlier this week in which Miley Cyrus sings, um, <laughs> God, what, what's this, uh, God. Uh, she sings a song off the Black Album. Really? And, and for, for whatever, uh, I, I, the name is now slipping my mind. Not, uh, not Unforgiven, um, Nothing Else Matters. Nothing Else so, Matters? Yeah, yeah, so the song mm-hmm. Nothing Else Matters, Miley Cyrus is singing it. It's phenomenal. I'll have to go it, look that. I'll have to go look that up because I know a couple. I think it was about a month ago. I t- got tortured by the Weezer cover of Enter Sandman. Yeah, it's uh, her her rendition of uh, "Nothing Else Matters" with them playing is phenomenal. Like mm. she's really, really good, and she's got a really unique voice to where it's 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 a really deep, deep sort of voice that 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 plays well with the song. Especially it's that good. song, it's yeah. a very mellow song. Very, very. Uh, yeah, I could see that working. 
I can yeah, really she was uh, she was solid. So uh, so check that out if you can. Uh, all right. Uh, so we will be getting into uh, you know somebody who laid waste, uh, absolutely laid waste uh, to somebody complaining in the world of college football. We're going to get to that here uh, coming up uh, momentarily. Uh, there are uh, some pretty good college football games. Obviously, the whiteout between uh, Auburn uh, at Penn State uh, is going to be a fun one. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, you know, uh, Lavar Arrington. I've been doing a show with Lavar Arrington here on Fox Sports Radio for a few weeks now. Uh, he is all about the whiteout, uh, says it's uh, it's legit. It is a, a big-time atmosphere, so that's going to be fun to see that play out. Uh, you've also got Alabama and Florida. We talked about uh, uh, that as well, too. Uh, South Carolina and Georgia. I've got a South Carolina and Georgia story from my time uh, in South Carolina covering the Gamecocks. Uh, so uh, so we will uh, be getting into that later on in the show. Uh, and we are going to uh, – we are efforting to come up with this uh, uh, sound – Somebody just laying waste, absolutely eviscerating uh, a complainer in the world of college football. So that we'll have that for you here momentarily uh, on FSR. Um, the uh, the NFL, th- there are some teams in the NFL. Look, it's one game in. And let's just be honest about it. We are one game in the NFL. Uh, you can kind of identify what was sort of a fluke and what was not. I'm not worried about the Packers. Okay, like this idea that, well, you know, Aaron Rodgers wasn't prepared for the season. Uh, They weren't ready to go. And this is uh, this is an indicator. Like I actually come away from that game going, I'm more confident that the Green Bay Packers are going to have a a solid year than I am the New Orleans Saints. And I like Jameis Winston. I like what Jameis Winston did. Uh, I hope that it works because I think that's a fun story to see Jameis Winston go there, sign for a minimal deal after Tampa Bay told him they didn't want him anymore, and then he makes it work with Sean Payton. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. But a lot of these games, man, like we have no idea how certain teams are going to respond in the opening bell of a season. Like, we don't know. That's why you ask anybody when it comes to gambling on on week one in the NFL. It's a nightmare. You don't know who these teams are. We have no clue. Jacksonville upset Indianapolis last year in week one. They never won another game. Like, we we have no idea who's good, who's not good. We have no clue. And early in the season, when you've got teams that are planning for a 17 week season now, there's a very real chance that certain teams were more ready to go than other ones. And, and yes, that's not the, maybe the greatest compliment in the world to having your team prepared and ready to go, but I just think it's a reality of where we're at. It's, it's a reality of the situation in the NFL. Certain teams are going to be ready to play and more ready to play in week one than other teams are. It's, it's the way it goes. And, and you're also having a lot of teams and a lot of young players who for the first time in a couple of years are now playing in stadiums with fans. It's different. It's a whole different vibe. Uh, you remember the Super Bowl last year? We went with not having fans. All of a sudden you had, you know, what, 27,000 fans in attendance for the Super Bowl, something like that. It was a fraction of a full stadium. And the place sounded loud as hell. All of a sudden... Now you, you, you go back and there's a bunch of people there that are cheering and going nuts and you're playing at home or you're on the road and, and all these different things you didn't have to worry about a year ago are now a problem. Like, so so this, this idea that, that we've got to you know, look at one week and say, oh my God, let's just throw, you know, throw this team out and throw that team out. Now, I will say this. 
there are some teams who you look at one game in and you go, all right, that seems like it's got staying power. Those struggles seem like they got some staying power. All right, the Atlanta Falcons look like they're going to be a bad football team. All right, like the Atlanta Falcons. And, and if anybody's surprised by the Atlanta Falcons being a bad football team, don't be. Because something tells me, if not for Matt Ryan's contract and where they were at with that against the salary cap, Matt Ryan's probably gone. Like, like they, they probably don't have Matt Ryan this year. So when you see how that whole thing played out and you see how they looked against Philadelphia, and, and, and I have no idea what to make of the Eagles. I want Jalen Hurts to do well because I like Jalen Hurts. But, I mean, you know, Philadelphia has been criticized as a team who's been just trying to figure it out. They, they've been, you know, criticized as a team who's been just trying to, to, you know, get to their next great quarterback. And they've been talking about uh, Deshaun Watson. And they've been talking about, you know, rumblings of bringing in somebody else. So this idea that, that we're just going to go ahead uh, and, and just assume Philadelphia is a quality football team and they're going to be the team to beat, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have pro wrestler report star coming up next year on fsr 877-996-6369-877-99 on fox we are looking for two participants if you want to be a part of the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio 877-99 on fox pro wrestler or porn star is coming up uh, next year on uh, fox sports radio so we will have uh, some sound uh, of somebody absolutely eviscerating absolutely eviscerating a complainer in the world of college football this is glorious stuff uh beautiful stuff we are going to get to that here coming up later on in the hour as well too uh when i see the uh south carolina georgia game on on the schedule it brings up some good memories all right and and i'll say this i covered south carolina in charleston south carolina now that's about an hour 15 away from columbia but i was doing local radio there and obviously it's college football rich and so you cover the college football team so you know south carolina and clemson but it was mostly south carolina at the time because the campus uh uh, and and uh you know columbia was closer to charleston but we also talked about clemson as well too but not as much as as south carolina and steve spurrier was one of the most enjoyable guys to cover when it came to South Carolina. And he had a great quote when it came to Georgia, because this one year, South Carolina and Georgia, which is an under-the-radar rivalry in college football, like it's a really good rivalry because the campuses aren't that far from each other. And Steve Spurrier one year said, you know, they moved the South Carolina-Georgia game to later on in the season. And... It was normally traditionally like the third week of the year, like it is now, like it is coming up on Saturday. But Steve Spurrier said when they moved the game to later in the season, they asked him, you know, what do you think about this uh, game, this traditional game between you and Georgia being moved to later in the season? And Spurrier said, well, you know, kind of bums me out. I liked it when the game was played earlier in the season, because earlier in the season, you could usually count on two or three of their best players being suspended. I mean, just drop of the hammer because that's what Spurrier did. Like just a total, total wise ass, total smart ass, uh, taking a dig, and it's just, it's just what Spurrier did. But I can remember, even after not being in South Carolina, going to a South Carolina Georgia game at Williams Bryce, and this is when there was a big time weather delay, and th- uh, the the game was delayed like ninety minutes, so people were out in the parking lot tailgating. At Williams Bryce, we were tailgating my uh, now wife, then girlfriend at the time. 
So we're all tailgating. I'm seeing some friends that I knew from from my days in South Carolina and hanging out with them. We're all just kind of BSing and drinking beers. And then all of a sudden, lightning starts to hit, and they delay the game. And they say, you know, folks, uh, you know, stay in your parking lot. Leave the stadium if you've already gone in for safety precautions. We need to wait till the lightning leaves, uh, but stay in the parking lot. So what they told everybody was, go back to drinking in the parking lot before we kick off. And so people went back to tailgating and got absolutely mangled. So by the time they restarted the game 90 minutes later than it was supposed to, people were hammered. And the place was a zoo. And I can one of my biggest takeaways from that game was the pregame and how hammered people were when the game finally kicked off. The atmosphere, it's crazy. But also, Todd Gurley was playing for Georgia and ripped off a run in that game. And I'll never forget it because the entire stadium just hushed. And we were sitting on the South Carolina side. The entire stadium went quiet because it was so obvious he was that much better than everybody else on the field. It looked like he was playing with kids. And I think it was a run that ended up getting called back because of a cheap holding call. But Todd Gurley, I'll never forget that. Watching that game, South Carolina, Georgia, Todd Gurley making a run for the end zone and the entire place going, Jesus, this dude's better than everybody else. And just to think where he's at now, his career pretty much wrapped up at this early of an age, it's crazy to see what the, what that position does to certain players who end up developing injuries early on. So South Carolina, Georgia coming up later on a Saturday, on Saturday brings back a lot of fond memories. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, the phone number, 877-996-6369. That is an important number, and here's why. Every single week on the show, we do a little something called Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. If you've never heard the game before, it is can miss radio gold it is the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio and it is yours next here on fsr for all the latest though we turn it over to kevin figures all right and we'll go around major league baseball as we're in the final couple of weeks of the regular season starting in the american league Corey kluber and the yankees shutting out his former team cleveland eight nothing chris sale improved to four and oh for boston as they defeated baltimore red sox leading the yankees by a half game for the top wild card in the ao yankees have a half game lead over toronto for the final playoff spot after the Blue Jays lost to Minnesota. Oakland walked off the Angels. They are two and a half out of the playoffs. Seattle defeated Kansas City. They are three and a half out. In the National League, you have the Giants walking off the Braves while the Phillies defeated the Mets. So Atlanta's lead over Philadelphia is two games in the National League East. Wins for the Reds and Cardinals mean St. Louis has a one-game lead over Cincinnati for the final wild card. The Padres with that loss, one and a half games out of the final wild card. Injury news out of the NFL. The Saints placing linebacker Quan Alexander and defensive end Marcus Davenport on short-term injured reserve. They will also be without seven assistant coaches this Sunday due to COVID protocols. Josh Jacobs will be out for the Raiders as he has knee and toe injuries. They will, he will not play against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Packers will be without linebackers Darius Smith for at least three weeks. He was placed on short-term injured reserve with a back injury. College football Maryland with a victory over Illinois with a field goal as time expired. And Louisville with a 42-35 victory over Central Florida. Back to Jonas Knox. 
Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up, uh, we will call it uh, about 15 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, Somebody lays waste to a complainer in the world of college football. Uh, We will get to that here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show every single week, and it's called this. Is it a pro wrestler? Or a porn star? Genitalia. I love that. You have an affection for Big Mac. Time to guess that name. It is that time. Pro wrestler, porn star here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, where we are going to go around the country, sometimes even around the world, to see who wants to be a part of the hottest game show anywhere on the sports radio dial. And so let's get things started, and we will go uh, with a 1,000 phone lines. Uh, let's, let's pick a line here. Let's go to line number 216, where TJ is listening in Texas here on Fox Sports Radio. TJ, what's happening? Am I here this week? Uh, you tell can me. You, are you TJ? You on the air or what? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's going Thank on? Thank God. Oh man, I messed up last week. I gripped the the green roof a little too tight, and I accidentally hung up on the phone call. Oh, you were smoking those uh, left-handed cigarettes, huh? Well, I'm left-handed, so what do you expect? Yeah, I, I hear you, man. Listen, uh, you know, those left-handed cigarettes will get you from time to time. <laughs> a little bit of the hippie they, lettuce, uh, you know, uh, uh, Green Wolf, I hear you. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the wacky tobacco, you know what it yeah, is. Yeah, of course. Uh, now, uh, so TJ, uh, are you, uh, now I'm, I'm just going to ask you, are you smoking weed right now or what, man? As we speak. All right, there you go. Another another uh, week with the left-handed cigarette. Well, don't hang up this week because we want you to be a part of the game. Uh, Thank God. All right, so let's uh, let's meet uh, your contestant and your counterpart here, and we go to Illinois where Matt is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Matt, what's happening? Jonas, my man, I'm so glad that you are back. Hey, well, it's good to be back, Matt. Now, where in Illinois are you listening? Uh, actually, I'm in the home of the Fighting Illini, Champaign-Urbana. Oh, there you go. That, that magnificent football team that is a perennial powerhouse. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, okay, so so how are we feeling about uh, what happened on uh, Friday night? I, I know some people were upset about that. What's uh, what's going on there? It's just it's expected. They're they're never going to win anything. They're just a they're just a middle road doormat. But uh, I wanted to let you know that when you left, I thought it felt like. The palm queen that I was dating when I went to college decided to dump me, and then I I'd never hear from her again. And then you came back. It's like she decided that you know what I'm going to try to make a long distance relationship work. It made my heart feel so good again to have you back. Well, listen, uh, you know that's. I mean, look, some people would be creeped out by that. Not me. I mean, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be on in me Champagne. Uh, now, now, what what is the name of the affiliate you're listening to us on? There, are you listening on the iHeart app? Oh no. no. Uh, I'm old school. I got my transistor right out here drinking some Kona Big Wave, which is oh, my softest story you. I thought of you. Good for and, you. And uh, smoking some cherry cabbages. No, I'm listening to uh, DWS 1400 AM. Oh, I knew it. I knew it was 1400. I was trying to think of it. So a shout out to our, our people on listening on the on 1400, uh, the blowtorch there in Champagne. Uh, all right. So let's play this game, guys. Uh, we are all uh, lathered up. We are all lubed up and we are ready to roll. Uh, I've got a list of names here. It's either the name of a pro wrestler or a porn star. I'm going to start with TJ. I'm going to go to Matt. If we are tied, we go to sudden death overtime. All right. So here we go. Uh, TJ in Texas, you are first up here uh, on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. And the name for you, sir, is Avery Page, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Wrestler. 
That is incorrect. Not this time. Oh. No, that is incorrect. Avery Page is a porn star. And with that, uh, you are off to an 0-1 start. But it's early, so no need to panic. Uh, now we go back over to Matt in Illinois, who can get on the board first. Uh, Matt, the name for you, sir, is Super Porky. Pro wrestler <laughs> or porn star? <laughs> God, I hope that's not a porn star. I'm going pro wrestler. Uh, that is correct. Yes, I, I think we all. Uh, I think we all are uh, happy and pleased. That is not a, uh, a porn star. Very. Kind of a revolting name if you think about it. All right, so we go back over to TJ in Texas here on Fox Sports Radio. TJ, next name for you, sir, is Dynasty. Pro wrestler or porn star? Mm. I'm gonna go wrestler again. That is incorrect. God, not this time. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult game, man. It's not as easy as a lot of people think it is, oh. you know? I mean, then you got nerves and all the other stuff to go along with it. Uh, so uh, so no problem. Still early on. Uh, Matt in Illinois has a one-point lead. We go back over to Matt here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. And the next name for you, sir, is Steffi Craft. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Mm, well, she sounds crafty, so I'm going to have to go porn star. That is correct. I'm not even going to oh. ask uh, your reasoning behind that, but I'm just going to mark guys it enough as a, me. That's enough, Andy. Andy Furman <laughs> listening in, uh, just chiming in with, with his disgusting comments. Andy Furman. Yeah, you butt out, Andy Furman. Uh, all right, uh, so we have a 2 nothing lead here for Matt in Illinois on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. So now we go back over to TJ in Texas here. TJ, you need to get on the board here before this game gets away from you in the next name to do so is Lola Gonzalez pro wrestler or porn star Lola Gonzalez uh, switch it up and go porn star that is incorrect come on Jonas uh, what, what do you mean come on me I'm just giving you the names here what do you oh, want from me man don't kill the messenger I'm not trying to come on you but come on oh Jesus uh, we, we got, let's keep it clean here guys yeah please Yuri, if we want to go ahead and dump that please do uh, that is, uh, yeah let's go ahead and uh, not make sure that uh, <laughs> unbelievable you're a class act uh, alright we go we go back over to uh, to Matt in Illinois here on Fox Sports Radio get it together you you uh, mature men. Uh, all right, uh, Matt in Illinois. Next name for you to take a three nothing commanding lead here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Shocker. Pro Wrestler oh, or Porn Star. Shocker. Well, he was in Spider Man, right? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go wrestler on that one. That is correct, Matt. You have a three nothing lead uh, here, and uh, and so now we are in a we are in a tough spot. Now we are in a really really tough spot for TJ in Texas. I, I mean, I'm trying to think: is there it even possible for you to win? I, I thought I was already gone now. Uh, yeah, you know, what? I, I think that's a wrap. You know, now that I'm looking at it. Give me, one, give me one consolation at least. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. I'm going to give you the name, but there's there's a there's sort of a a catch to the name before you answer. All right, so this is just as a send off. You've already lost, but I, I know I know Texas, what it is. Right? I know what it is. It's a okay. wrestler, right? Well, well, no, no. Just let me let me give you the name first. All right, and but I'm gonna but I'm gonna clear things up here. All right, Sean Michaels, but Sean is spelled S E A N. Sean Michaels, pro wrestler or porn star. I don't even understand that. I, porn star, right? 
That is correct. Look at you. See, it's not that hard. The reason I had to spell it and, and be clear, because there is a wrestler, a well-known wrestler named Shawn Michaels, but he spells right. it differently. I yeah, want a mature it guy. That's enough, Andy. We already heard enough from you. Uh, but with that, uh, that is a conclusion uh, to uh, Matt, a dominant performance here. Uh, bad night for the uh, Illinois Fighting Illini, but a good night for you, sir. You are a pro wrestler or a porn star champ. Didn't he get that right? The Shawn Michaels was like not the yeah, yeah, bacon? yeah, but it's already over. He's got no way to win. It's already over. You know, the math <laughs> doesn't work. It's over. You know, we gave him a consolation prize on the way out just to get on the board. You know, we do that here. So there's that. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Um, uh, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so coming up next, uh, we are going to talk about uh, somebody who laid waste to a complainer in the world of football. Do not go anywhere. This is phenomenal stuff. It's yours next year on FSR. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up, top of next hour. Uh, so I have been uh, promising this. I want to make sure we got full time uh, because this is a uh, a juicy little. I don't even want to call it trash talk. So so we're going to tease ahead. I don't want to call this trash talk, but somebody is fed up with the complaining in the world of football, and we will get to that here. Uh, coming up, uh, top of next hour, a little over ten minutes from now, here on Fox Sports Radio. Now I noticed that uh, you know if you look around uh, the NFL slate of games here, I can I can assure you this. 
All right, so there has been some conversation that is being had, um, especially in Chicago, about what are the Bears going to do about uh, about Justin Fields and uh, Andy Dalton. And here's what I can assure you. Andy Dalton would have to play some of the worst football of his entire adult life in order to be benched this week for the, for the Chicago Bears. It's not happening. And the reason it's not happening is because the Bears are playing the Cincinnati Bengals. And something tells me they want to try and prove a point that Andy Dalton can still play and that Matt Nagy can coach him up. And so they want to make sure Andy Dalton looks good against his former team. So Justin Fields might see a little bit more, uh, a few more snaps. He might be out there a little bit more. But I can assure you, if Andy Dalton is going to get benched, it's not going to be for this game. It's not happening. They are all about let's, you know, let's make everybody feel good about this situation and let's, you know, get uh, get some revenge for Andy Dalton when he plays his former team. So this idea that they're going to going to make a move and bench Andy Dalton, that's not happening. It's not happening this week. Jay Glazer had a report that came out earlier this week that the plan for the Bears was to not put Justin Fields in the starting lineup before week four. Uh, I think that's the Lions uh, who they get at that point uh, in that point in the season. So the idea they're going to roll him out there in week two against the Bengals, it's just not happening. And if you actually want to be truthful about it, if you want to go back to Sunday night football, it's not like Dalton was awful. I mean, he threw an interception. I get it. And the offense couldn't, you know, figure it out a couple of times in the red zone. And the problem in that game were the big plays. The Rams were making big plays because the Bears had blown coverage in the secondary. That was the problem. Other than that, if you go back and look at that game, it's much closer than a lot of people want to acknowledge. So it's not like Andy Dalton was the issue. Andy Dalton's not a bad quarterback. This idea that he's a bad, he's not. He's not a bad quarterback. Andy Dalton's won games in this league. He's been to the playoffs several times. Has he won a playoff game? No. I understand that. That's a knock on him, and it's always going to be a knock on him. But in a tough division with teams like the Ravens, teams like the Steelers, Andy Dalton had the Bengals in the postseason several times. People listening in Cincinnati know what the hell is going on. Like Andy Dalton's played good football. So what you saw on Sunday night was not a result of Andy Dalton. And and the easy thing to do to try and fix the issues is to say, oh, you got to start Justin Fields. Now, I get it. He adds a dynamic to that offense that you do not see from Andy Dalton. And he adds a more modern look to the NFL and what we've seen in other places in the NFL that you don't get from Andy Dalton. All of that is true. All of that 100% true. But if you watch the first game of the year... Andy Dalton's not the problem. The problem is their defense doesn't look like the same defense they had a couple of years ago. And if you want to be real truthful about it, their defense hasn't looked the same since Vic Fangio left. Hadn't looked the same. Khalil Mack's not been the same player. They're secondary. A lot of those guys, Eddie Jackson, who got, pay- got paid, it's not been the same player. And whether you want to say it's coincidence or not, but since Vic Fangio has left that team, the Bears defense has not looked the same. So we can sit here and try and say that we've identified the problem. We've seen what the issue is. You got to put Justin Fields in. That's just us being selfish because we want to see Justin Fields play. He's an exciting player. I do too. I get it. I want to see what they got in him. 
You know, you got this this big giant gift under the tree for Christmas. Don't you want to open it up at some point? I get it. But if you've got problems on the offensive line, and they do, and your defense has problems, and it looks like they do, why the hell would you want to throw Justin Fields into this situation to begin with? Which is another reason why it ain't happening this week. Andy Dalton's going to be given an opportunity. They know that he's got some emotions going into it playing his former team, and they want to give him every opportunity to try and get a little bit of revenge against his former team. So if you're if you're into the Justin Fields stuff and you want to see a play, it's only happening uh, one of two ways. Either Andy Dalton suffers an injury or Andy Dalton plays the worst football he's ever played in his life. Other than that, Dalton's starting the game, he's playing majority of the snaps, and he's finishing this game for the Chicago Bears against his former team. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, up next, we have got ourselves some major trash talk and shade from somebody in the world of football here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So we got ourselves a difficult situation to be in for one team in the NFL. We will get to all of that coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday. Welcome to the weekend. It is a football heavy weekend and we are going to take you all the way up to the end of the hour 6 a.m eastern time three o'clock pacific right here on fox sports radio uh, so obviously a busy weekend in the nfl we're going to get to that here um i mentioned uh, a little bit of a uh, heated words some trash talks so we were talking um I- i've been filling in uh, over the past uh you know couple of months on outkick the coverage here on fox sports radio with brady quinn and lavar Arrington, and um we were talking with joel Klatt. Uh, Fox college football analyst on Friday morning. And um, I kind of asked Joel about the situation between Oklahoma and Nebraska, because if, if you don't recall the Oklahoma athletic director, Joe Castiglione or Castiglione, whatever uh, he was upset over the start time, because this is one of these 50 year anniversaries. These teams were traditional big eight uh, opponents. They played for years and years. Now they don't play as much because, you know, Oklahoma's in the big 12 and Nebraska's in the big 10. Now Oklahoma's going to the sec. And so it's the big noon kickoff game. It's noon Eastern time on Fox. And Joel Klatt is in Norman calling the game for Fox with Gus Johnson and Jenny Taft. And so we were talking with Joel on Friday and he got pretty heated about the complaints from the Oklahoma athletic director about the kickoff time, because he felt like it was unfair. They're having to start that early. It was unfair. They're having to, to kick off that early and blah, 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 blah. And his point was my point back when the complaints started to come out. Like, like, dude, you got months to prepare for this. You're not the one playing. You're not the one having to coach. Why are you talking? Why, why are you bitching about this? You make millions of dollars off TV contracts from places like Fox and ESPN. And you're complaining because you got to kick off at this time. Go kick off at another time. Don't take their money. Kick off later in the afternoon when, when you've got it exactly how you want it. Oh, we don't like this 11 a.m. kickoff. I can assure you people are going to show up to that game in Norman. 
That's happening. Kids are probably still drinking in Oklahoma right now. They're going to be up in a couple hours ready to throw back a little hair of the dog and be ready to go for the tailgate to watch Oklahoma and Nebraska play later on. I can assure you, people are going to be there. It's a big window on television, and that's what a lot of these deals are for is because of television. Same with the NFL. The television product is as important as it's ever been especially with COVID and maybe people aren't comfortable going out and and this and that or whatever the restrictions are. Are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? Whatever. If people can stay home and watch, they're going to stay home and watch. And if you are upset about a kickoff because you feel like you're not going to get as many of your fans in the building, dude, placating to the 80 to 100,000 people in the stadium isn't as important as placating to the seven or eight million that are going to be watching on television. And the revenue flowing through that program is because of the TV deal that you've got with places like Fox. What's funny about the whole thing is now that we've got all our information, I think that the Oklahoma athletic director was setting himself up for a a reason why he was going to bail. I think they knew that they were on their way out to go to the SEC, and I think they were looking for an excuse on the way out. It's like being in a relationship and thinking back to this weird fight you guys had before you broke up, and now it all makes sense. Oh, she was just looking for a reason to break up with me. She wasn't. I mean, the the fight at the time made no sense in the world why she would be upset. She was just looking for a reason to break up with me. I think Oklahoma... And their athletic director was looking for a reason to break up and looking for a reason to go to the SEC. And how do I know that? Because they made mention of it after they made the jump to the SEC. They tried to claim that part of the reason were the kickoff start times on Fox. So it's funny, like you hear all that complaining and all the bitching. And then, you know, Joel Klatt, you know, lays waste to the guy uh, on Friday morning and now here we are at the game, and I, I just I want to see what the number is. I want to see what the TV number is. I normally don't care about TV ratings. I really don't. Whoever wants to watch, they want to watch. I want to see what this one is because then I want to see the complaints after the fact because now that you look back on it, upon further review, I feel like Oklahoma knew what was coming up, and I feel like Oklahoma was making the jump. They knew it. And they were looking for a legitimate reason why they could make it or an excuse to do so. So it's funny that we're here, but it would be a fun one. Uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma, a uh, noon Eastern time on Fox. And by the way, uh, the big noon kickoff pregame show uh, with Rob Stone and Matt Leinert and Bob Stoops and Reggie Bush. And who's the, who's the other guy? Who's, who's that a-hole? Who's the other guy uh, for Fox? What's his name? What's it? Was it uh, uh, Brian? Oh, Brady Quinn, that guy. Yeah, that guy. They'll be on uh, Fox Sports Never Radio and catch the uh, simulcast on uh, on FSR as well, too, later on this morning. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so I mentioned um, the situation the Baltimore Ravens are in. And uh, look, I don't know that this is everything, but I do think this is something. I feel like the Baltimore Ravens are trying to overcorrect things for what happened a couple of years ago in the playoffs. And, and this is what I mean by it. The Ravens talked about how they had that first round bye, 
They rested their starters in week 17. So they played week 16, didn't play week 17, had a bye in the wild card round, and then came back and played in the divisional round and got waxed by Tennessee at home. And after the fact, Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh multiple times either after the game or in that offseason talked about how they'll never do that again. They're never going to be that rusty again or take that much time off again. It's never going to happen. And I've always felt like we can make overcorrections. It's one thing to correct a mistake, but when you overcorrect the mistake, then you got a problem because then you start making drastic changes instead of just addressing the issue and then moving forward. And I feel like the Baltimore Ravens have now steered this thing all the way across the road in the other lane because now you've got all of these injuries mounting up. They've got a massive game coming up with the, with the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. It's the first time Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens have been underdogs at home. And you've got this big game coming up. And you've got another guy who went on IR earlier today. That puts him at like 15 or 16. You've got multiple injuries on the offensive line. We know about the running back position and the injuries there. You've got multiple injuries in the secondary like this feels like this is a really, really bad spot for the Baltimore Ravens to be in a really bad spot. And it's also, and it should be noted and we can try and say, this is nothing, but it should be noted. This is a team who was going for it in the preseason. They wanted the preseason record of consecutive wins. They wanted to make sure like they were going for it. We could say they weren't, they were. It, it, it was clearly a goal. They wanted to break the all-time consecutive win streaks in the preseason. And I just wonder if because they were so paranoid about quote-unquote fatigue, or, or, or not fatigue, rust rather, if they were so paranoid about rust, I wonder if they worked themselves into some fatigue. And maybe that's what's leading to the injuries. Because they didn't want to take that much time off between games, which is why they wanted to make sure they were fully prepared and they took the preseason as serious as possible. And what has happened since? Multiple injuries. And not just injuries to, to backups. We're talking injuries to major contributors and stars on that team. And now they find themselves after losing a heartbreaker on Monday Night Football, staring down the barrel of 0-2 to start off the season. And that is a terrible spot to be in. And not to mention, who knows what the hell this does to Lamar Jackson. If you're Lamar Jackson, I don't know, man. I might be thinking about signing that contract extension right about now. Because the way that offensive line blocked, the lack of a running game, I I, I don't know if if Lamar Jackson's going to make it through the entire season. Because now you're going to have to depend on him even more so than you did before. He was your leading rusher last year. You tried to address the position in the offseason. He had multiple injuries a couple of weeks ago. And now you're back to square one. I just wonder if we are looking at a team like we looked at the 49ers last year. Bad break, snake bit, whatever you want to call it, injuries, whatever you want to say. A team that we're looking at in 2022 as a potential threat to make a run at things but not in 2021 based on what we've seen early in the season. Cause this has been an awful start start for the Baltimore Ravens. And on top of that, you get Patrick Mahomes who is a murderer, a mass murderer in September. Look at his numbers. He's unbelievable. Never thrown a pick. 
This is a daunting task for Baltimore coming up on Sunday Night Football. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. We are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted in 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, But coming up next, there are a couple of teams that should feel really good about where they're at after one week of the NFL season. But there could be some major distractions for both. We will get into all of that next here. It's Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Jonas is killing it today. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote jonas knox fox sports radio you can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to have another edition of The Scraps. Some things in the world of sports and beyond we have not had a chance to get to. They are yours uh, with Kevin Figures. And Kevin usually tries to get us all fired at some point. So we will be getting to that here coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now. Uh, how about this? Uh, Miley Cyrus here, Chris Perfett. What do you think? Actually, she's got the voice for it. I, I, yeah. I thought you were kind of stretching it here, but she's going. Uh, she's got she's going a few deeper octaves on. It. I like it. Well, and also on the uh, on Howard Stern when the, when she's actually doing it with the band, it's uh, it, it's pretty impressive. The live yeah. performance. I so. mean, I'm looking at this. I guess this is like a whole playlist of 
cover on the Black Album, so I'm going to have to go back and listen to some of this and just well, just ignore the Weezer uh, Enter Sandman. The uh, Metallica Black Album turned 30 years old recently, so it's been around 30 years, mm. which ought to make everybody feel old. Yeah, it makes me uh, feel old. Yeah, and so they're doing. Uh, uh, they're having a lot of artists that are coming in to, to pay tribute to Metallica. So, you know, 30 years. And then I saw they played some... I think they played a small little venue. I saw uh, John Middlecoff, uh, who lives up in the Bay Area, um, uh, who does stuff here at Fox Sports Radio. They're, they played a small little venue uh, in San Francisco in the Bay Area. It was like a 500-person venue. They played, I think it was like a, like 20 bucks to get in, and Metallica played for like a couple hours this wow. week. Yeah, so to be able to get to see them uh, in that venue is pretty awesome. So... 30 years, the damn black album. So, uh, all right. Jonas Knox, uh, again, uh, the scraps coming up. Also, Knox Locks coming up later on this hour here on FSR. Uh, so, I believe Kyle Shanahan likes messing with the media. I, I really do. Uh, now, I, I needed some proof of that, and I got some proof a couple of weeks ago. Kyle Shanahan was talking about the Jimmy Garoppolo. Who's going to start? Is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it going to be Trey Lance? What, what's the plan at quarterback? And Kyle Shanahan basically said, I told you guys in July, like I gave you the answer in July. And then you kept asking me and kept asking me and kept asking me. And then he just started messing with the media. He just said, well, whatever here. Fine. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're going to mix him in. We're, you know, maybe, maybe it, it'll be Trey and maybe it'll be this. So he clearly is annoyed with, with, you know, just having to answer the same question in the media. Here's the thing that I do think is funny because I actually the 49ers, 49ers Eagles game easy for me to say, uh, which is a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff on Fox. I, all of a sudden, that game is really interesting because you do like what you saw in Philly, whether or not. And I mentioned this earlier, whether or not that's got staying power or whether or not Philadelphia is going to be this team for the remainder of the season. Who knows? The betting, if you were betting on it, you would say probably not. You just saw a short sample size. Atlanta's not a very good team, but you watch what happened in that game and you go, okay, well, maybe, maybe Jalen Hurts has got something. Maybe, uh, you know, the, the way they use him uh, is going to be successful and, and maybe they can make a run in the NFC East, which I still think is up in the air. Dallas has got all the talent. Washington's got, got issues. The Giants look awful. So maybe the, the Eagles are the best team in the division. And so that game becomes interesting. But I think that's going to be an ongoing trend with the 49ers. I think every game the Niners are going to be in this year is going to be interesting, and here's why. We're just waiting for them to make the move. You're just waiting. And Kyle Shanahan does not give an F. He does not care. He doesn't care whose feelings it's going to hurt. He doesn't care how weird it looks. If there's a move to be made at quarterback and he's going to do it in-game, he's going to do it in-game. And so you've presented this must-watch situation and scenario with the 49ers because we're all under the assumption that this is going to be Trey Lance's job eventually. I mean, even though even Jimmy Garoppolo, even if he plays well, we just assume, oh, Trey Lance is going to be the guy. I mean, he, like, he's clearly the guy. I mean, that's the guy they moved up for. But then you've got the added ingredient mixed into all of this, 
with the Adam Schefter report that came out last weekend, which started getting more run during the course of the week, in which Adam Schefter had some report that came out that the 49ers made the trade to move up because they were scared that the Patriots were going to leapfrog everybody to draft Mac Jones, but that the 49ers didn't want to take any chances on losing out on a quarterback, so they moved that far up in the draft uh, because they thought there were a bunch of suitable candidates, and so they eventually just decided to go with Trey Lance. like the whole the whole thing is weird. This whole situation surrounding Trey Lance is weird. And surrounding Jimmy Garoppolo is weird. And it goes back to my original point. And and listen, they're going to be exciting to watch throughout the course of the season because I think they're one of the better teams in the NFC. They were my tick, my team uh, and pick to go to the Super Bowl was the 49ers. I think Jimmy Garoppolo can play good football and they'll win games with Jimmy Garoppolo. But I look at the 49ers and I go, this is a team that's still trying to figure out a plan B because I 100% believe that plan A for the Niners was Aaron Rodgers. 100% believe. And I've talked to a couple of people who believe the same thing. And if you go back and look at some of the reporting that came out, The fact that Adam Schefter is the guy involved in all of these reports, the Aaron Rodgers report, the Niners report, Aaron Rodgers being upset on draft day, the fact that all of that is happening, that tells me that plan A was Aaron Rodgers. And the 49ers felt like they had an opportunity to get Aaron Rodgers. And I've heard from somebody who told me that there was a deal on the table And that part of Aaron Rodgers' frustration is because Green Bay walked out on the deal. There was a deal on the table between the Packers and the Niners. And Aaron Rodgers, or or the Packers walked away from it. And that's why Rodgers got frustrated. And that's why, what I believe, he went to Adam Schefter to drop that report. Hey, here's something for you. And it's why... When Aaron Rodgers got a bunch of heat and we talked about it at the time, I said, the fact that Adam Schefter went on Dan Patrick and said, no, 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 that was me alone. I acted alone. I was the lone gunman there. Aaron Rodgers had nothing to do with it. I just, you know, I just figured that was the best day to drop the news on draft day because Aaron Rodgers got heat because a lot of people felt like Aaron Rodgers was taking the shine away from some of the guys getting drafted. So seeing how this whole thing is playing out, uh, Kyle Shanahan's response to the media, them going with Mac Jones, the report that comes out this week about why they why they selected him, how they really how they really wanted Mac Jones, but then they ended up going with Trey Lance, and I think this all goes back to what happened in the offseason. They wanted Aaron Rodgers. They thought there was a deal potentially on the table. Once Green Bay walked out on the deal, then they started scrambling a bit. And so all of that leads to this year. All of that leads to whatever the hell is happening between those two quarterbacks in that room. I, I think Kyle Shanahan realizes Jimmy Garoppolo is the best guy for the job. They're going to mix in Trey Lance as much as possible. I don't know if it's a distraction. I don't know if things are awkward behind the scenes. Maybe they're just one of those organizations that, that operates well in chaos. Whatever the hell it is. The 49ers are one of the most entertaining teams to watch because we're all waiting around for the other shoe to drop. What's next? When's Trey Lance getting the job? Because they're the team that is handing a young quarterback a Super Bowl roster.
Like, he's the guy getting a Super Bowl roster. Trevor Lawrence doesn't have that. Zach Wilson doesn't have it. Zach Wilson took a beating week one. He doesn't have that. Mac Jones doesn't have a Super Bowl roster. Justin Fields doesn't have a Super Bowl roster. You know who does? Trey Lance. And so we will continue to watch and monitor this. And every time Trey Lance comes into a game on a short-yarded situation, everybody's just wondering, is this the play? Is this the one that's going to knock Jimmy from the starting lineup? I think it's fascinating. I can't wait to watch. I'm a Jimmy Garoppolo fan. But this whole dynamic going all the way back to the offseason has been wildly entertaining for everybody involved. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, And we will take you all the way up until the end of the hour, uh, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Up next, though, we are going to have the scraps, some things in the world of sports and beyond we have not had a chance to get to. It is a tradition here on FSR. Every single week at this time, we'll get to that next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Figures. And we will start with Major League Baseball. The San Francisco Giants hitting four home runs. They did need extra innings to end up defeating Atlanta 6-5. to That loss, coupled with the Phillies beating the Mets, means Philadelphia is two games back of the Braves in the NL East. Luis Castillo, 10 strikeouts for the Reds. They defeated the Dodgers 3-1. to Cincinnati, one game behind the Cardinals for the final wild card. St. Louis did defeat the Padres 8-2. San Diego a game and a half back of the final playoff spot in the National League. In the junior circuit, Red Sox defeating Baltimore while the Yankees shut out Cleveland. Yanks are a half game back of Boston for the top wild card and a half game up on Toronto for the final wild card after the Blue Jays lost to the Twins. Seattle and Oakland each with victories and they are still firmly in the wild card race as well. In college football, Maryland with a last second field goal to beat Illinois 20-17 while Louisville outlasted UC CF 42-35. Some injury news out of the NFL. The Saints will be without defensive end Marcus Davenport and linebacker Quan Alexander. They were both placed on short-term injured reserve, as was Packers linebacker Zadarius Smith as he nurses a back issue. They will all be out for at least the next three weeks. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs will not play against Pittsburgh on Sunday as he nurses knee and toe injuries. And the Dolphins will be without receiver Will Fuller, who will miss Sunday's game against Buffalo for an undisclosed personal issue. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app as well. Coming up uh, in 15 minutes from now, uh, we will have the Week 2 edition of Knox Locks, uh, a successful 2-1 week last week. Uh, I got screwed, uh, absolutely screwed, and it was the, the, the game I was most bullish on, so we will uh, dive into that and then uh, have a couple of more potential winners for you here uh, coming up 15 nightmare. minutes from now. Yeah, it's, it's terrible, just you know, all the way through. But uh, that coming up 15 minutes from now, Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show called this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to our national update anchor, Kevin Figures, to find out what the hell we've missed so far on the show, Kev. You're right. fired. Jo- well, I didn't even start it yet. Jeez. You're fired. All right, well, nice knowing Unbelievable. you. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll chalk this up to uh, the, the book of odd sports injuries. So Gavin Lux is a infielder for the Dodgers uh, and he was set to play on Friday and he was warming up before the game and actually uh, was a late scratch uh, after suffering a, uh, a contusion on his right forearm. This wasn't like an errant throw from the outfield or something something weird that happened. He actually got hit by the pitching machine. 
Yes, Wait, when really? you when you stand in the batter's box and during you know batting practice essentially, and you're basically firing off pitches from the machine so you can swing away. He was somehow hit by the pitching machine. X-rays, thankfully for him, were negative, but he was scratched from Friday's game, will not play Saturday, probably won't play Sunday either because he has a contusion because he was hit by the pitching machine. And I've never was, heard of that before. I haven't either. And it was on his forearm? Was it on the outside or the inside of his forearm? I don't have the exact details on that, but just uh, his right forearm. Okay, because if anybody's ever, what do they call that, a monkey bump? Where you uh, take your knuckles and you bash somebody's forearm. Ah, uh, yes, right. And, right. and so w- when you're not flexing and your arm is relaxed, if you hit somebody's forearm and you give them a monkey bump, I, it, you, you get a dead arm. Right. So I wonder if that's basically what happened. He probably he obviously wasn't expecting it. Pitching machine came out. How, how fast was it going, do you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the standard 80s? BP fastball is. Probably somewhere around there. Yeah. Like eight, 85 or 90? Like, Jesus. I don't know. Was he just not looking or paying attention at that point in time? But, I mean, I've, I've never heard of this in the years I've been watching baseball of something like this happening before. Okay. You remember a couple of, a lot of people look, thought this was the uh, catalyst to the Nationals winning the World Series a couple of years ago. You remember when Max Scherzer broke his face yes. uh, in the batting cages? Right. Like, I think that was before a game he was scheduled to start in. He was taking some hacks in the batting cages, and I think he fouled a ball off his face. How you do that, I have no idea. It seems almost like physically impossible. Yeah, I mean, at that point, if it happens, you just sort of have to tip your cap to the, uh, you know, to the karma gods and say, all right, listen, you got me. Like, yeah. You know what? Like, uh, listen, I'll give you this round, uh, and I'll try and come back a better person and a better competitor next time. Like, you must have done something to piss somebody off, which is why you foul a ball back off your face <laughs> in the batting cages. But I think he went on to play in that game that night. That's incredible. And they were in a big-time slump. And if I'm not mistaken, they made a run after that. A lot of people felt like that was really the turning point for the Nationals. Uh, Max Scherzer breaking his face and then coming back and, uh, and, and then making a run of the World Series. Yeah, they got so. off to a slow start and did have a, a huge uh, a huge surge down the stretch of the regular season. I, I, know I forget who the player was, but there was a story of a, a player. There was a pop-up, and he broke his nose because the ball hit him in the face. Oh, I don't know if the he, sun was in his face or uh, what, but oh no, no, I know who you're thinking of. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, Fred Rogan. <laughs> like, remember the story Fred told us when we were working together? Fred has Fred, said, said many stories uh, yeah, of it, but refresh my memory. Okay, so Fred Rogan, uh, for those of you listening nationally, he is um, like the long time. You grew up with him. Great job. Uh, does local TV sports, local TV sports anchor, but he's also a host on AM570 LA Sports. And he's done shows with Rob Parker on The Odd Couple here on Fox Sports Radio. Right. And and Fred is like one of the best guys in the business. Is tremendous. All he lets like you know guys like Kevin and I go on his TV show locally here. Uh, we have no business on absolutely TV. not. Uh, like I'm sitting on a futon in my mom's house, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, d- doing TV. Like I have no business being on there. But Fred's kind enough to let you know people behind the scenes come on TV and and have a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing a show with Fred, and he told a story because we were talking about you know freak injuries. And he told a story about how he broke his nose trying to catch a foul ball and and the ball hit him in the face. 
because of the bl- the the blinding sun because he grew up in Scottsdale, the Scottsdale area. Yes, and so that was one of the injuries that he suffered. Uh, you know, playing baseball. I know one so. of the others. Uh, he says he was catching and somebody threw a pitch and it bounced in the dirt and actually broke his cup. Because that sounds like fun. I mean, look, these could all be lies. Yeah. I mean, knowing Fred, <laughs> Fred. Like, these could all be wives' tales. Fred may embellish just a little bit. You mean like the time he said he dunked, he can dunk on a regulation basketball hoop? Oh, my God. How tall is Fred? Not very. Yeah. Put it that I mean, way. What are we talking about here? And uh, you he's, know, uh, I, with all due respect to him, probably not the most athletically uh, gifted, you know. Especially yeah. now, considering he just had knee replacement surgery. But even that, before that's a good that, point. Yeah, now that you factor that in, that's also a good point. Uh, but no, he is the uh, the dean of LA sports, as they call him, the great Fred Rogan. Now, I don't know if you saw this story brewing. We have Notre Dame and Purdue coming up uh, or later today, and uh, Purdue has this famous oversized <laughs> drum. <laughs> That they bring to every game. They do it at every home game. They travel with it for every road game. They have had this drum since 1979. This will be the first game since then, that since 1979, that they will not be able to have it, at least in the stadium. That is because Notre Dame, uh, over the last couple of years, ever since they renovated uh, their stadium, basically have told their teams, the road teams have to come in through a certain entrance, and obviously Notre Dame comes in through a separate entrance. And because they redid the stadium, this new entrance would not be able to accommodate the size of this oversized drum. Uh, there was negotiations between the school, and apparently uh, Notre Dame was not allowing Purdue to bring the, the uh, drum inside the stadium uh, so apparently they're going to leave it outside the stadium do a little rally with it outside the stadium and then just leave it out there for fans to I guess walk by rubber for good luck I'm not sure uh, but a lot of people were really upset that Purdue's tradition was being broken because Notre Dame will not allow them to bring the drum into the stadium via the Notre Dame entrance as opposed to the visitors entrance I mean I'm trying to find the exact size of this drum okay never mind I found it okay um, look it's seven feet tall and three feet wide. 565 pounds. Okay. Like, uh, in, uh, upon further review, I kind of get Notre Dame's point. <laughs> it, it's a bit obnoxious, dude. Like, I mean, the, 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 a seven, you basically are wheeling in Andre the Giant yeah. to pound on him. Like, like that's literally the size of Andre the Giant. It, it, like, you're, you're wheeling in Andre the Giant on the road, and I get that it's a tra- tradition, but if it doesn't make sense, uh, you know, from a, you know, if it's not logical, if it doesn't make sense just from, you know, being able to get it into the stadium based on the renovations, I mean, what do you want them to do? I mean, come on. And I think they're, aren't they setting it up outside the venue? They are going to set it up outside the venue and do like a rally with the band outside. I misspoke, by the way. It's been around since 1921. This will be the first time since 1979 that it will not be used. And Notre Dame, by the way, an official uh, did say they supplied more than 400 tickets for Purdue's marching band. More than double than what they gave to Toledo last week. So they're saying, look, you can't bring the band, you can't bring the drum in, but we'll give you extra band members. How about that trade off? I mean, look, and, and it's not like, you know, they can't, ha- I mean, at least they're going to have it outside the stadium. Right. You know, like, I mean, it's just like, like, it would be one thing if there's, hey, there's this particular type of snare drum that we must have in the stadium. And they say, no, nope, sorry, can't bring it in. And it's like, you know, the size of a, you know, a laptop. This is seven feet tall. <laughs> I, I I mean, well, what are we talking about here? So, I mean, this is not the most egregious thing in the world for Notre Dame to say. Sorry, you can't bring the drum in. I'm it's actually su- yeah, I'm surprised that so many other schools over the years have actually allowed it in. To be honest, uh, exactly, with you. it's clearly a distraction. Now, Purdue's not known to be the greatest football program in the world, but right. it, I mean, clearly, this is a yeah, this is a tradition. But my God, man, and the thing is huge. I mean, what, what do you expect? You're the road team. You can't get everything like that. No, it works. No. 
Let's uh, end up in uh, more Oklahoma. Uh, there was a woman who was uh, doing her weekly grocery shopping, as many of us do, went into the frozen section, had a hankering for some of some pizza rolls. So she reaches into the freezer, uh, pulls out a bag, and says, oh, that's funny. That is not ice. Matter of fact, that's uh, it's pretty dark. Doesn't smell that great. Yeah, there is human excrement. Oh, God. Human excrement on the bag. Oh, she actually no. did an interview with the uh, NBC television oh, affiliate in no. Oklahoma City. She said, quote, I picked up a bag of pizza rolls and there's literally bleep. You can imagine what she She actually followed up by saying human bleep. Oh, no. I don't know how she was able to determine that it was human. You know what? But nevertheless, that's what it was. Someone apparently uh, defecated inside the supermarket freezer onto a bag of pizza rolls, then Who covered pissed? it up. Yes. And covered it up with another bag. So basically just kind of smeared it in there, I guess. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, any other details? Uh, well, the police uh, did look at surveillance of video from the crime or from the scene of the crime. Uh, they found uh, or at least spotted a man for a person for as a person of interest. But when they did grab him or book him, I should say, they said it was for unrelated charges. They're still uh, probing, uh, I guess, what we'll call poop gate for now. Okay, a couple of things. In any supermarket in the country, is the frozen food aisle near the toilet paper aisle? Not to my knowledge. Not that I have ever seen. All right, so you're going to do this? It's like, you know, it's like taking a dump upstairs and walking downstairs to wipe. Like, who does <laughs> yeah. that? You know what I mean? Like, so if you're going to do it in a supermarket, and I'm not, I'm not advocating for anybody taking a crap in a supermarket, but if you're going to do it, at least do it in the toilet paper aisle. I mean, at least, you know, at least clean yourself up near the wet wipes or something like that. Of all the places you could go in a supermarket if you had to go, doesn't that seem like the most uncomfortable one? The freezer. Yes, exactly. There's like nothing about that seems comfortable at all on any level. And I can understand, man. We've all had the moment to where, listen, we we don't know if we're going to make it. You got to you got to stop some places that maybe you wouldn't want to stop or you got to do some things maybe you wouldn't want to do. I get all that. We've all been there. But, like, the frozen foods aisle? <laughs> like, and, and also, here's a, this might be the worst part of it. Like if, we're, if we're stacking, like, top five frozen foods, aren't pizza rolls in the discussion of top five? Oh, easily. Yeah, Absolutely. So the blatant disrespect of a top five frozen food of all time is maybe the most egregious part of all this. Oh, he knew. Because he knew somebody was coming after those. If he does that by the peas or something, it's like, yeah, this might sit here for a few weeks. Who knows? Somebody's coming in, you know, very quickly to get these pizza rolls or whether it's the the pretzel rolls, what do you call the uh, the the bagel pizza bagels? Yeah, those yeah, are popular. Yeah. The hot pockets, all that stuff. Oh, what what is the pizza? Is it Totino's? Totino's, that the, and that's yeah. exactly the that's exactly what she was reaching for. The Totino's, oh. yes. Okay, so it's a woman. It is a woman. Uh, okay. No, this, this, the woman who picked up the bag. Okay, it was a man who allegedly, I say allegedly, uh, defecated uh, on the bag in the now, freezer. Now, what if we find out that the man was upset because he was dumped by somebody who had. Whose family, um, you know, created Totino's pizza rolls, and he figured, you know what, I'll I'll show you, and then walked into like a piggly wiggly and just went after it in a frozen food aisle. I mean, like, you could have just you, you could have found a way to like mail it or something, yeah, or fly out and do like the the old know, flaming bag of crap or, on the doorstep and then run away, you know, or or, or you know eat the uh, the knockoff brand Motino's, uh, you know, somewhere <laughs> yeah. like at a ninety nine cent store, and just say screw you, I don't need your name brand crap. <laughs> Get up the uh, Tree. Uh, yeah, just
just uh, wow, that is that is just revolting. <laughs> yeah. It's so disgusting. Uh, those are the those are the craps. Uh, scraps. Uh, oh, there it is. Well done. <laughs> that is unbelievable. All right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can fire. listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, Knox Locks, the Week Two edition. Going to try and pick some winners in the NFL for you next year on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Going to have another edition of Knox Locks here coming up momentarily. If you missed any of the show, you can check out the podcast afterwards at foxsportsradio.com. And uh, stick around. Uh, The great Anthony Gargano is coming up in about 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply so uh last week in Knox locks uh i went two and one uh felt pretty good about myself uh, i had the steelers plus the points in buffalo that was an outright win i liked uh, seattle minus the points against the indianapolis colts uh felt pretty good about that and then i would have made the mistake of betting on the uh, green bay packers uh, at uh, against the new orleans saints in jacksonville that was a disaster so a two and one performance which brings us to week two Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox locks. Bengals and Bears. I'm going to take the Bears. The Bears are a one-point favorite at home, and I'm going to take the Bears because I can't imagine that their defense was as bad and was poorly organized as they were in week one, and that was really the story of the game. Uh, the offense wasn't as awful as anybody makes it out to be. Uh, Justin Fields uh, you know, made a couple of plays, scored. Andy Dalton, I thought, uh, threw the ball well at times. He did have the interception, but I don't think it was nearly as bad as what a lot of people made it out to be. The defense was concerning, but I think they figure it out. I think they right the wrong. They get after Joe Burrow this week, and I like the Bears minus a point. Cowboys and Chargers. So the Cowboys are a three and a half point underdog in most places at the Chargers. I'm going to take Dallas. This probably goes against what a lot of people would take just based on the injuries. But I like the fact that Dallas has got some extra time to prepare for this game. L.A. is going to be playing in front of their home crowd for the first time in the history of the franchise there at SoFi. And I just wonder if there's going to be some nerves. I wonder if there's going to be some jitters. And I think this is a good spot for Dallas to maybe surprise the Chargers who look that game went down to the wire against Washington last week give them all the credit in the world the offensive line played well Rashawn Slater seems like he's the real deal uh, at tackle for the Chargers but I'm going to take Dallas getting the points Lions and Packers I hate to do this to my guy, Chris Perfett. Uh, He is our Detroit Lions insider, runs the Pride of Detroit podcast. Phenomenal job there. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers, and it's only because of the spot. Green Bay was embarrassed. They were destroyed last week. They looked unprepared at times against the New Orleans Saints. 
I don't think that's happening this week. I think it's a familiar opponent in Detroit. I think they're going to right the wrong. I think Green Bay in primetime against the Lions are going to try and put it on them. I like Green Bay to bounce back. It's a lot. It's an 11-point spread. I'm not crazy about that. But in primetime, I think Aaron Rodgers and company figure it out and they get it done. And that is your week two edition of Knox Locks. Knox. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest f- bet I ever heard of. Yeah, it smells like 0-3 to me, too. My God, I'm terrible at betting on games. So I'm not prepping anymore. I refuse to. This is all gut feeling. Uh, all right. Now, this has been a fun show for Chris Perfett, for Ricky, for Kevin Figures, and for you for taking part in it. We appreciate you. Keep it here on FSR all weekend long. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.